Steam, Steal, and Murder, back with session 61. Only one more full session of play until the end of this season. Our players in this one are Marcus, Jay Gilt, Joshua, Sharon, Jameis, and Nick. We get started a little late, so listener comments and feedbacks will be held over for the last game of the season. Please enjoy our actual play, session number 61, Freezing in a Desert. Hello, everyone. Hello. <laughs> Just catching Mr. Bishop up with uh, what's been happening to his character in the meantime. Wow, I've got static coming from somebody. Yep. Yeah, who is that? Hold on, is it gone? Ah, yeah. yes. Yes, it is gone now. Okay, it's me then. I will mute myself when not talking. Yes! And when falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Although that was wonderful last session. <laughs> it's an ultimate session. I can't hold like. But you, you know, the best thing about last one was that you were talking in your sleep. <laughs> <laughs> really? I don't remember this. Uh, yeah, you were. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, he was. You. Interesting. No, no, it was a single line of dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I need to actually. I I keep on meaning to get the recording just so I can try and decipher what it is you said. So, who's actually in there? Ooh, Sharon, you're breaking up pretty bad there. Can you uh, talk for yeah. a minute? Hello. I actually wasn't saying anything at all. Oh, okay. That okay. was Joshua. That's I'm Joshua. impressed that you messed up Sharon's <laughs> voice. Well, <laughs> Sharon's icon was the one that was lighting up when that was happening. <laughs> Isn't the, um, Skype grand? Yes, it is. Did you edit it out, Bert, or is it in there? You couldn't hear it on the recording. It was just some mumbling. Oh, <laughs> shame I'm able to decipher it. Find out what's so messed up in my head. We took it to mean that your character uh, heroically jumped in front of a mass of bullets that was being fired at everyone else. That, that's what we took it to mean. That's <laughs> You're only bleeding slightly. He did vanish just after we got in the jeep, so it's yes. easier to say that he stayed. Isn't it easier to say he either stayed at camp or stayed on the zip? He stayed with the camp, yeah. Yep. Luckily, I'll make sure to dig you guys out. I'll make sure to get you guys dug out of that too. We're not, we're not in a cave. The problem is, I know you're not in a cave, but that's what I believe. This is the best thing ever. This is the best thing. I think it needs to be on record in the recordings. The PCs are somehow about to freeze to death from being soaking wet in the middle of the Sahara Desert. At night with a full moon. <laughs> oh no no no! That bit can be left out because that kind of explains the yes, the ex- freezing. Yes, but otherwise, just that is the perfect quote. Yes, uh, I do have some things I want to bring up to the group once we start playing. The recording. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll the recording started. We'll just uh, get right into it. We did have another review on iTunes. It was pretty. That's uh, another uh, five star review. But we'll do it the, in the last episode. I'll save it since we're running a little late today. Um, all right, so it sounds like everyone's here. I haven't heard from Jameis or Nick, but I see them. You guys want to sound off so I can make sure I hear you? No, no, I don't. I'm uncooperative. <laughs> that is Nick. why we stab you in the face. Yes. Wow. Uh, Jameis, hostility. There he is. Jameis uh, made no, ook noises. 
All right. So yes, uh, end of last adventure. You find yourself, uh, you've just stepped into a white static portal and you find yourself, uh, in the middle of the desert, uh, with just sand as far as the eye can see, apparently in the middle of the night with a full moon and it is freezing. You're all soaked, uh, pretty much from the waist down. Uh, also along with you is the remains of the Waddleford expedition. Pull up my notes here real quick. And the remains of one, uh, decrepit mummy. Yes. And one mummy. Wait, what? <laughs> this is where this is where uh, guilt should be screaming out. But I'm not a tomb robber. <laughs> I am preserving artifacts which would have otherwise been lost to the ages. <laughs> By robbing. I have I have <laughs> photos. Miss uh, what's her name? Smith has sketches. It'd only be mostly lost. And Jameis has his memory. <laughs> yes, uh, Angela Smith uh, is the uh, redhead uh, scientist that was attached to the Waddleford expedition. Jasper Waddleford himself, uh, a very young uh, boy whose apparent brother was squashed by a rock in the tomb you've just uh, come back from. And uh, Jasper's uh, manservant, who is the uh, rather stoic and has not spoken very much, other than to slap the little boy when he was hysterical. <laughs> Also with you are, uh, let's see, uh, your, your uh, not your servant, but your secretary. Um, <clears throat> and George is with you, I believe, as well. And so is, uh, what's yep. the name of your dog, Nick? Frederick the Great. <laughs> Frederick. Frederick the Great yes. and, and Pudgy is, <laughs> is with you as well. Great, great of good. It's yeah. Ellerby. It's Jane Ellerby. Jane Ellerby, okay. Remember so, that name, folks. All right. Uh, so we'll pick up the uh, scene there. You've uh, you've just stepped out of the uh, uh, the white static. Uh, as you find yourself on the other side, uh, the portal is gone, um, and the instrument you were using uh, has it sparks its last as you step out uh, of the portal. Uh, there's a puff of smoke and uh, a shock of electricity, and uh, the device apparently is no more. So it retracts. Hmm. Um. Hmm. Okay, so that's the scene. Desert, as far as you can see, middle of the night with a full moon. Uh, um, breaking out. Well, let's break out our gas lamps. We we have gas torches. Is it gas lamps? Sorry. You have both gas it, and electric torches. Uh, is it ahead. flat uh, uh, desert? Yes, or? yes, it is flat. So desert. there's no ridge. It's not. There's like right, right. You don't see any kind of discernible landmark. It's like being in the middle of the ocean, where all you see from <laughs> as far as your eye can see is flat sand. Oh. Damn. Okay. Break out some lanterns and see if there's any tracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Break well, out some guess, lanterns uh, and get warm. Okay. Yes, they gas. All right. Uh, you're searching around, so everyone who is uh, searching the area, give me uh, investigation rolls. And yes, uh, you all are quite freezing. Those of you that have any kind of survival instincts know that if you don't find shelter and heat soon, in the next you know half hour, people are likely to uh, die of hypothermia. <laughs> Okay, that's a three. Mm-hmm. Five on my end. All right, uh, so Sharon, you got a three for looking around uh, to see what can be seen. Uh, someone mentioned specifically they were looking for tracks. How'd that roll come out? A five. A five, very good. Uh, was anyone else investigating or, or people doing other things? Let's just go down the list here real quick. Uh, what is uh, Jameis? What is uh, Mr. Marshall doing? Uh, probably checking over the last of the gadget and making sure George is all right after being in the water. Uh, yeah, George is freezing. He's making the I'm very uncomfortable, do something about it hand gestures. <laughs> I have a solution, temporary solution. All right. Uh, uh, guilt, uh, 100 Guard was looking for tracks. I believe that was you, yes? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sharon, you were also looking around. What, uh, Nick, what is, uh, what is Mr. Marlowe doing? 
He is digging. Digging. Okay. Uh, the sand is, uh, is very granular beneath your hand. So as much as you dig, uh, more sand just shifts into the hole that you've dug. There, there's like, just no purchase for the sand. Okay. So there's no way I could. You could uh, bury yourself in the sand, but you can't make a tunnel. Um, actually, I would recommend, I would recommend against that because the sand will steal your body heat faster than the air will. But the sand will be colder. I'm sorry, will be warmer than the air will. Uh, again, I have a temporary solution in a second. Uh, All right. Okay, um, it's not diggable. Then I call Xander and say, hey. All right. Uh, well, while you're digging around, though, to, to determine this, uh, looking for tracks, uh, Hundergaard, you don't see any tracks. Uh, there's a mild wind going uh, that does seem to be basically scrubbing the surface of the desert clean of such things. The, the sand is very... Uh, light and moves easily uh, within the breeze. It's not so bad, though, that it's causing a dust storm or anything. However, uh, with that five, uh, what you do notice, uh, just as the wind blows a bit of sand out from right underneath where you're standing, uh, there seems to be something metallic glinting in the moonlight. Ah. Okay. Okay. Uh, further investigation, it is a metal piton that has been hammered into what looks to be a rock <laughs> bed. Uh, into a rock bed that is just slightly below the sand surface. Uh, digging around, you find four more of these. Uh, Any sign of vanishing lights from the Zeppelin? Uh, no. Uh, the night sky is clear, except for a full moon. Any signals in the air? Uh, actually, what's the range? What, 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 uh... Uh, two. The range nothing. Two. Absolutely nothing. Okay. Um, oh, does my rifle have any charge left? Um... I use it to fire um, once, and then, yes, then yes, James it has used it to power the device. Oh no, no, it, that's right. It's drained. It's completely okay. drained with the device. Um, can, yeah. yeah, I want to ask, hand it over to Gavin Marshall, then ask him to put some power into it. Then we can use a wide dispersal blast just so that we cook some of the surface steam off ourselves and use it to warm us, because we can. It's fully adjustable. You heard him, Gavin. He wants to shoot everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I heartily approve. Yes. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so certainly all deserving of it, myself included. <laughs> you go to work on the battery then, and uh, um, yeah, I'll just point so, out that I can use my Sonic to repower his battery, but then it's dead until I can repower it. Yeah, uh, I, I think it does. It does have an alternative use of use as a battery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think the torches are more expendable seeing as we have the gas lamps. So. Ah, no, just uh, do we have an electric? You have a, both electric and gas lamps. You you had stated you had both. So yeah, we need to light the gas ones to get some heat going. And yes. um, just to just to rule it out, um, if we had gone through, say, a wall of the tomb, um, w- looking at the map, where would our camp be? Like, oh yeah, this is this is nowhere. I mean, this uh, the place where you were in the Valley of the King had many geographical uh, things that were easily sightable at any point along that uh, the ravine that the Valley of the King, uh, Kings is in. This is nowhere, nowhere similar. Okay, there, just there is it nothing, <laughs> nothing within eyesight, and it's pretty bright because of the full moon. So you you've got a very long vantage point, but you see nothing. Um, we, we is it so bright we can't make out stars? Uh, no, you can make out stars. Can we do some simple navigation by stars? Ah, does anyone have any reason to know how to navigate by stars? Hey, we have survival. <laughs> Various of us have survival. Right. Um, 
got a point of survival, yes. I, I have two. average survivalist. <laughs> I'm a fair survivalist. Um, I, I, I think, think 90% of us served in the military at some point in time. Yeah, right? but the military doesn't teach you to navigate by star at this point unless you had uh, reason to. Oh, uh, we were, <laughs> I think, were Jameis, you were special forces, weren't you? <laughs> uh, I, I, I followed the astrolabe course, so I never managed to work out that particular part. <laughs> oh, that's disappointing. I you stand they around. Didn't, they didn't, your spy school didn't teach you how to navigate by SARS? Well, anyone that has survival uh, can give me a roll. Uh, but uh, I'm going to pick up on what, Nick, you were saying earlier. Uh, you try the quantum radio. Yep. Um, and it works. And you get a frantic beta on the other end saying, hello, hello. Hello, beta. Where have you been? It's been two days. Well, that's sad to hear. Uh, we've been traveling in time, I guess. How are you? Uh, he seems to have calmed down a bit. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, after we saw the rock fall, we, uh, we we sent some guys up, and we saw that the tunnel had collapsed behind you. Uh, the next morning, uh, there was a lot of uh, commotion over at the Waterford expedition. Apparently, their end had collapsed too, and we've been helping them to try and dig out the tunnel since. Uh, it's been two days. What's happened? Not much. Um, <laughs> hey, we're out in the middle of the desert. Is Xander around? Can y'all, like, come by, pick us up? It's kind of cold. Where are you? Uh, keep it, keep uh, in have... mind that you can't, uh, you can't find where someone is with quantum radios since yeah, there's no distance between them. <laughs> yeah, I am well aware of this. I, I am gesturing to my colleagues who are currently trying to find things with stars. Yes. And things. So how did the survivor rolls go? Four. Three. Three. I guess okay. we're ganging up on this to do it together. So. Um, okay. Uh, well, uh, the three uh, will tell you that uh, significantly. Well, time has passed more than it should have because the you know when you're trying to navigate by the stars, you notice, hey, wait a minute, it shouldn't be a full moon. Uh, <laughs> uh, with a four, yes, you can kind of get your bearings. At least you know the directions: north, south, east, and west. But since you've actually never been to Cairo before, you're not exactly yeah. sure. Where everything lies, yeah. I definitely have. Okay, well, that's true. My early archaeological time was uh, my first. My first dig was in Egypt. Okay, so here, so here, here is uh, here is your predicament. Uh, you know the directions now. You know where north, south, east, and west is. Uh, you seem to be in the middle of a desert uh, with with no features that you can determine. So you you can guess whereabouts in the desert you you might have this sort of luck. Okay, because there are certain places you couldn't be because there are well-defined land terrain okay i'm talking to uh hundergard about this um so that rules out certain locations but could you're still and a <laughs> could i spend a fate point for a sextant uh no because uh i was very particular about what you brought with you at the time so no <laughs> a very similar yes. uh, okay that's all right i have an undefined spot gearbert can i just define it as a tracker that's on me uh, what is your spy gear rated at? It's a one chip spin. Uh, no, I mean, what is the... Uh, I have... It's range is what I'm getting at. Yes, you can define it as a tracker, but will do you no good if its range is only like a couple of, uh, rings. It's only a couple of things. Right. So yes, it could be, but you would have to still be close enough to something to pick you up. What sort of range would we need? You don't know exactly where you are, so you're not sure. Uh, Hundergard's we... best... Go ahead. No, so we do have some idea of, like, what rate, like if we're at the other end of uh, Africa, for example, what range would you need to get to the other 
but we're in, yeah. uh, we're not that far away, so we can have some idea of range sizes. <laughs> yeah, that that is yeah. Uh, Hundergard is able to tell you uh, that you are indeed still in Egypt. Uh, you are not in on some other continent. Uh, so <laughs> that's something at least. <laughs> For some reason, we are now in the middle of Ohio. Yeah. Uh, Hundergard, at your best estimate, ruling out right. ruling out which deserts would have this kind of feature. Um, unfortunately, still only leaves you with a fifty fifty guess. You either go east or you go west to get back uh, to civilization, uh, but you yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're 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 on you're, on, you're either on the far east or the far west, but you can't determine exactly which you are. Yeah, the, the other thing is, the other asset we have is um, Mr. Marshall managed to save the device. But uh... Well, Mr. Marshall also said he was getting, but I don't know if we have it with us, the box of electronic components. Yes. Oh, yes. Which oh, actually, no, 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 you don't. My Sonic? Yeah, um, you don't have it with you because, remember, it was several boxes, loads of worse of stuff that you left at the camp. You were going light right. down into the tunnel, so no, don't have it with uh, you. Okay. Uh, d- does the does the wide disposal of the laser at least cook us a little and get rid of some of the? Uh, yeah, the it water? buys you some time, but you're going. You know, you're going to need some shelter soon. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, so we are at least somewhat closer to dry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know something we could try. I don't know if it'll work, but we could try. How finely tuned can you get your laser? How bright? Um, I can get it so finely tuned that I can. I can use it for surgical tasks if necessary. Uh, as far as I'm range, thinking. range would be equivalent yep. to your highest rank in the weapon. Um, Whatever the weapon's highest rank is, is the range it's going to get to. Uh, highest rank of the weapon, as in my highest skill? No, the the weapon itself. What have you bought it to? Like, um, is it good, average, etc.? It's only a one-chip spend. You didn't ask for more, so. Right, so then, yeah, its range is not great. But if we could rig up a temporary thing between your screwdriver, the rifle, and I have an extra refresh. His, this is... okay, his screwdriver is no longer usable as he expended its charge to charge your uh, um, I weapon. thought we were able to use the electric torches. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, I will take that back then. If you used all the batteries and the torches, then you were able to get enough juice to do the uh, the, the heating of the water and drying everyone. But now your batteries are dead. <laughs> yes. What I'm wondering is... Can we overcharge your rifle to shoot basically a beam into the sky, which they could spot from the Zipman? It would be a very fine beam, and then there's the simple size of the desert. They would have to be somewhere within the vicinity to be able to see it. But it's better than nothing, and if we can get them reasonably close to where we think they, well, reasonably close to where we think we are. Uh, I, I will give you, uh, once again, Hundergard knows you're either to the extreme east or to the extreme west, so if you could manage two shots, and you are in communication with them, you can tell them, look one direction, then look the other direction. (laughs) Man in Cairo found dead from strange burn mark. (laughs) Can we get two shots? (laughs) Yes. Yes, you can. Right. So, so, uh, someone is in contact with Xander at the moment? I'm in contact with Veda. Ah, I was going to tell Xander about my tractor, but... It's apparently too far away. Well, I guess Mr. Marshall and myself are speaking out loud about this plan, so you'd be able to overhear it. And we'll be telling you anyway. Hey, we need you to help. You're right next to us, and you're already. We're kind of fiddling with devices at the moment. We've got to kind of get our hands busy. (laughs) We're doing techno talk. (laughs) All right. Well, um, and in the meantime, I hand over the mummy to the person who does all the sketch. 
Uh, yes. Yeah, take this dead body. Jasper Waddleford actually is examining the body while you were busy. <laughs> uh, Angela is is uh, um, furiously writing notes down in her book. Uh, there I are am two taking aides. some pictures. Oh my okay. gosh, she's writing her last will and testament, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> if my body is ever found, make sure that you re re-kill and rebury the other bodies with me. They deserve no less. <laughs> um, all right, so... You guys, uh, is this the plan you guys want to do? Uh, use, I will say these are going to be your last remaining charges, uh, for mm-hmm. both your, uh, your sonic, uh, weapon and, well, your sonic screwdriver and his weapon. Yep. What the hell? Well, I'm sure we can come up with something else if we need it. Yeah. I can. So, sure. We'll call up the, uh, Zeppelin and say, get into this vague general area and mm-hmm. then we're going to fire the two shots. All right, and now we will uh, rely well, on... we fire the one shot and see if they see it, and then we know... Actually, we just need the one shot, because if they don't see it, then we must be at the other end. Assuming they see it. <laughs> Once again, you still don't know how far away you are. All right, uh, okay, so you uh, you arrange this and they get everybody aboard the Zeppelin to take a look. Uh, actually, Marcus, uh, as Bishop has been in contact with the Beta, you are contacted uh, by Beta, and this is after you've gotten to the Oasis Hotel, and they say, okay. we've heard from them, they're apparently stranded in the desert somewhere. Uh, and he gives you the uh, the information uh, to help uh, to help them uh, you know, conserve their, their battery power. He also has you look out of your, uh, and out of your hotel. Is he returned or is he still at the camp? Uh, Ethan is at the camp, so he'll be with the Zeppelin as well at this point. So, actually, uh, Joshua, are you there? (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, Joshua, give me an alertness roll. (laughs) Since you are a PC with points to spend, we will let you do the alertness roll for the Zeppelin. Marcus, you can do the same thing looking out of your hotel. We'll be looking west, you'll be looking east. Okay. That would end. (laughs) <laughs> is the precise term for it. Alertness, Is that four? Ah, okay. Uh, both of you actually did very well, Marcus. Uh, Marcus, you were a bishop. Uh, bishop was a, at a little bit of a disadvantage since you are amidst the lights of Cairo. There's a lot of uh, of a lot of that interference with the skyline. But uh, Bishop is actually the one that sees uh, sees it his direction. So uh, uh, I got shot... you guys in my direction that I'm looking, which is what east. You are looking towards the west. Oh, in the west. Uh, so they're going to be. In the west <laughs> uh, I can give you uh, if you. I basically also give them the angle based off the hotel, like the angle from my hotel. So what kind of math can... skills do you have there? <laughs> I have scholarship to four. Uh, but no specifics in math. Okay, give me a roll. Uh, military? No, military. No, stuff. You've not covered it. <laughs> no. Although that would be maps. <laughs> uh, yeah, just give me a straight scholarship roll. We'll say minus well, two. Uh, two then, if it's minus two. two. Okay. It, it's good enough that you know an, a bit of astrology as well. So you're able to say, hey, you're angling this way. If you're looking at this star cluster, you know. It's... Hey, I have a few points <laughs> in survival. I better know astrology. <laughs> yeah, yeah, enough to give uh, to give you guys uh, an idea of not only what direction you are, but how far away you are. Uh, and the news is not good. Uh, you are a very long distance uh, <laughs> from Cairo. You're out in the middle of the desert. Um, now, this, this is something, uh, no one specifically said this, but this is something that, uh, I tell you what, Jasper comes up with this. Jasper happens to have a map, uh, which uh, he's laying out while you guys are figuring, trying to figure out where you are. Uh, it's actually, 
he got it uh, from a group of Bedouins. Uh, so it is, uh, it actually shows different oasis and watering holes in the desert. And he's trying to figure out where you are from the information that's being given to you. Because uh, it, it seems that it, you're, you're at least uh, several hours out from where anyone can reach you, uh, even by Zeppelin. Uh, so you're going to have to be able to survive at least till dawn. Um, let us head toward nearer watering holes that's in the right direction because our movement will generate body heat. And we hand the two lanterns to, uh, well, we hand the lanterns to whoever is of slighter build because they will lose heat faster. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you have, uh, actually three women with you are all of fairly slight build. <laughs> yeah. But the women are, uh, the none of us are going to say that the women are frail though because we fear them. <laughs> 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 Thank you. Yep. So, um, Just from a mass standpoint, they're all much smaller. Except for maybe Frederick. <laughs> <laughs> I think Frederick's male, I think. Judging by the name. I don't know. What the hell do I know about dogs? Oh, you can't tell under all the fat. You just can't tell under all the fat. Let's just assume and move on. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so, yes, with uh, Jasper's map, you're able to figure out uh, about uh, if you make a good pace uh, about an hour and a half away, uh, there there is a small oasis that's pointed out that looks like it has trees. Uh, it has water. The other thing that you have none of is supplies. You have no food or water. Oh, we As, do have some food. We do we have do. some food and some water. We okay. Did take I don't remember take, you guys saying that you we, took we, it into the tomb did. with you. <laughs> I did specify I, that. Okay. I did okay. specify that I took a canteen and basically yeah. like munchies so, with me. We, we Not a lot. Um, yeah. If you okay. will, fair enough. The hardtack was actually used to deal with the eels originally because we didn't know what was in the pit. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Hardtack down there. Fair enough. Fair enough. So you have some water and some food. Yes. Uh, all right. So the best you can figure, maybe an hour and a half, uh, two hours march. Uh, you will be able to get to what looks like an oasis. Um, if you're lucky, there will also have been fire pits there and other survival goods stashed there, uh, as is often the case, uh, Jasper tells you. Um, along the way, keep everyone talking. Mm-hmm. So just engage them in conversation. I'll ask, uh, the other expedition about various other things they've been upon, uh, done. Um, ask, was it Miss Smith, was it? Angela Smith, yes. Angela Smith. Ask Angela Smith, um, which college she learned her. Uh, various note-taking skills from where she comes from, what academic background, whatever else, just keep some banter going. Okay, all right, sounds good. Um, I would like everybody, uh, everybody that's marching through the desert right now. Uh, let's see, make a an endurance, endurance roll. Yes. Yeah. Luckily for me, I'm not marching through the desert. <laughs> let's see. Very lucky. Ooh. Ooh. All right, that's a four. I got a one. All right. So somebody fail. has got, uh, somebody in the roll 20 has got their option click for, uh, beep when chat is going I on. I think that would be me and I'll make sure to turn that off. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Um, and yeah, that is a negative one. All right. Um, okay. Uh, Sharon, uh, both you and Angela um, are just simply it's you you get cold very quickly uh, even holding the lanterns uh, both of you are freezing to death I mean you just you just can't uh, go much further I'll give you a discipline roll uh, Angela doesn't get it as she does not have the glow of PC power but <laughs> <laughs> and that would be a zero okay um, yeah you uh, you 
Yeah, with, with Zero there as well. Like you, you cannot push yourself any further. Both you and Angela are freezing to death um, as everyone else is marching along. Uh, did anyone else get uh, a, just a one in that on that roll? I got a one. Okay, uh, you're able to force yourself to continue, but you realize that you're freezing as well. Uh, you've lost feeling in your so toes, your fingers. Where's my yeah. chest? Where's my sticks? <laughs> I am surprisingly sturdy. Boom, I got a three. <laughs> okay, no problem. <laughs> you're warmed by your hate. It's, uh... <laughs> well, mm, Actually, I... no, it's his compact nature. It allows him to, to develop heat, plus his marmoset fur. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's a sleek marmoset fur that traps the body heat within. Uh, is it too late to spend a chip? Nah, nah, you can still spend a chip. That's fine. Okay, I'm going to spend a chip because you cannot scare me off of a good story, and so far, this is a good story. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, so you were at a minus one to your roll. That was yeah. the total. So uh, you'll either, uh, so yeah, that'll bring you up to a one. Um, you're cold. I mean, you know, you're not freezing to death, but you're, you're very cold. Uh, the walking is about the only thing that's keeping your your body heat regulated. Uh, unfortunately, Angela has no such benefit of chips. Okay. Uh, um, she has stopped she... talking to you. Uh, um, uh, yeah, Hundergard. Uh, she starts, you know, talking about her life, and you notice her her teeth are chattering, her face is in, fingers are turning blue, and then she just stops moving. <laughs> Waddleford's a Waddleford's a fat ass, so he's fine. He's well insulated. <laughs> <laughs> well, this will be good exercise and work that off. Yeah. Uh, the little boy, or well, he's not that little, but the the boy is uh is chattering, but he's moving. Uh, he doesn't seem to be. Uh, like he's not going to be able to do it, but he's definitely cold. Uh, the man seems to be unflappable. He is trudging along just fine. <clears throat> so, okay, I'm sorry. Well, what are you doing with Angela? And George can carry her. Just yeah. Yeah, George looks at you. around. George looks at you with a little slightly miffed uh, look on his face. Then takes another good look at Angela and says, eh, why not? Crate of tight and get all that good gorilla body warmth. <laughs> yeah, exactly, actually. All right. Uh, fair enough. Uh, so she seems to be the only one that uh, uh, may not make it to camp. Uh, the rest of you are able to slog on. Um, it's cold. It's miserable. Uh, luckily, you're not wet. <laughs> if you were still wet, yeah, this would probably be an impossible task. Uh, it does take uh, nearly the two hours to get there, mostly because the sand shifting beneath your feet makes it very hard uh, to move forward. Uh, it, you've got to move slow because otherwise, you know, you step into a unfirm place. You sink up to your knee in the sand. Um, so you're you're trying your best to uh, to keep going. Um, it's slow, slow going. If I can, I approach Jasper Wolfenfeld and ask him a quick question. Sure. Yeah, he's. Um, who is closest, Miss Smith? Well, uh, yeah, I suppose that would be me. A... We've been on several could expeditions you, together. Could you? Um, well, it would probably help her chances if you were close by. Just hold her hand, keep talking to her, be a familiar face, just to add a little bit more resolve to her. Oh, of course! Uh, I should have thought of it myself. I, yeah, tips his hat. Good too. man. Good man. <laughs> right. Uh, eventually, very weary uh, through slogging through this desert, you eventually make the oasis. Uh, the oasis is, uh, as you're moving closer to it, you're noticing it's becoming easier to walk as there seems to be some stone beneath the sand, and it seems the oasis is kind of like on an outcropping. Uh, there is a, kind of a, a, a pond here uh, where there's water uh, to the surface. There are some trees here as well. Um, what are those trees called? Uh, palm trees and some date trees uh, as well. 
Um, and it does look like, uh, somewhat recently, uh, probably not today, maybe in the last few days, someone has camped here as there is still the remnants of, uh, some deadwood that had been collected for a fire. Um, someone, uh, has left folded up several canvases and tarps that you can use, uh, in a small rock overhang where like you can enclose the fire and there's still a, a place at the top for the smoke to come out. Let's get set up. Can I, um gather a few dates, not uh, like maybe a couple of handfuls. The sugar will do all of mm-hmm. us good. Right, right. Yeah, yes. sounds good. Uh, the water also appears to be very clean. And, uh, uh, very... Uh, um, we could make a quick hot broth from throwing in the hard tack into the pot, add a few other things, add the dates as well, just to give it a bit more flavor. But the most thing, the best thing is it's hot and it's food technically. Right. Uh, okay. Uh, it, it's, you've got enough people with survival. That's easy enough to do. So you get all that set up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there wasn't uh, a lot of talking over the quantum radios in the, the two hours, but uh, what has been going on is they've been uh, kidding out uh, the Zeppelin to come and rescue you guys. Uh, so uh, Marcus Bishop is aboard, uh, Joshua, mm-hmm. uh, Ethan is aboard as well, and you guys are, you took aboard some medical supplies just in case, and uh, you are off in the direction. <clears throat> Let's go into the wild blue yonder. Yes. And uh, Bishop did get some phone calls made. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. All right. So uh, you guys are spending the night. Uh, you're able. To... I, I will radio them to check and see if they see a German Zeppelin or a Zeppelin. Just along and the way. have the sensors checking for any kind of German and German. Well, you know, yeah, your, your sensors Germans. can't tell specifically if an aircraft is German or not. Uh, and yes, there is air, there is, uh, there is a bit of air traffic going through. A lot of it are commercial airlines. There are several commercial Zeppelins around as well. Um, so unless someone is going to be able to bribe an official with the air control or something like that, there's no real way to find out if something is unscheduled or not. Why not? <laughs> Why can't we do this? Uh, Bishop, get this yes. done. Yes. <laughs> what? Bribe someone. Make this happen. Okay. Uh, it's a little hard because I'm on the Zeppelin. Eh, you have connections. Don't you have your creepy cult? <laughs> I don't have a cult. <laughs> it's called a cult of personality. Hasn't that moved to Cairo yet? Uh, it's oh well. not a cult. Uh, they are believers. They understand. <laughs> that <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that that's that's episode title word. Uh, okay, <laughs> well, no they're believers. Title at any rate. So not I'm thinking that for no. Yeah, right. not something you'd be able to get together quickly enough to find out what's in the air right now. Anyway, no, oh, that's disappointing. Sorry, I don't know very many people in Cairo yet. <laughs> he hasn't even had a chance to hand out buttons or business cards. Yeah, <laughs> I've only been—I've barely been able to get to some people in you in in the United Kingdom and Britain. Do you think I'm going to be able to get here? It takes right. a while for them to migrate everywhere. Okay, so uh, you, you're figuring with your communication back and forth that uh, they're going to arrive sometime in uh, mid morning, um, and it seems that uh, you've got things under control. Uh, let's see how. The girl was doing. If um, okay. Anyone's really thickly flagging. I'll try and use hypnotism to boister them, boister them up mentally. Okay. Um, you could use some doctoring physically. Angela uh, is, uh, and has so could I. yeah. Angela is, uh, is warming up, but she seems to have caught, uh, has seemed to have caught in a bad cold from all of this. Uh, she's somewhat delirious. 
she is now actually running a fever. Well, short of medical supplies, there ain't much I can do at the moment about that. Uh, actually, your hypnotism managed to affect her in this state and still keep her calm, stop her from panicking. Oh, she seems to be full yeah. calm. I mean, uh, she yeah, she doesn't. Uh, other than the fact that she seems to be have a, a you know a slight fever going, she seems to be fine. What I would sort of, in some way, mechanically think is my hypnotism could probably up their discipline value temporarily, <laughs> but that'd probably be about it. Mm-hmm. Yes, you could do that. Uh, I'm just telling you that she doesn't seem particularly panicked or anything. Yeah. She just looks like you know, she's a little ill right now, but she's not uh, in any danger of anything. Uh, are you guys setting any kind of watch? Uh, what are you doing for the rest of the evening? You figure you've got about eight hours to kill before uh, the Zeppelin shows up. Figuring, so, figuring it. What's up? What's up with the German guy who tried to kill us all? What's what's going on with that? Oh, yeah, Professor Klein. He's a fine chap until he tried to murder us all. Uh, the murdering, yeah. uh, the murdering wasn't uh, typical. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> you might want to go into some more detail on this Herr Professor who tried to kill us all and the and the dudes. Did um, we drag one alive? I forgot. No, no. Oh, we forgot to do that. <laughs> one before. was shot, but no one brought him with you, so he's probably met his watery Drowned. doom or or devoured by eels. Uh, one or the oh. other. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, yes. Well. <laughs> speaking speaking of eels, how does uh, how do people's legs look? Uh not too bad. Uh, you know, still anybody that got cut by the eels, you know, you've, your flesh is abraded, but if you didn't take any consequences, you're fine. It's it's healed back up. It just scabs. They don't look like they were poisonous or anything. Oh, good. So, Professor, more about the dude with the shooting and the killing. I I assure you that uh, Professor Klein has never uh, shot or killed anyone in a previous expedition before. so (laughs) please be more verbose about him. There's not a lot I could tell you. Uh, His uh, his credentials were impeccable. He was well noted for his uh, last expedition. Uh, I took him aboard mine as a a consultant. I, I don't know him well personally. Okay, so he kept to himself. Oh no, the man was uh was uh very verbose. He's he's want to lecture. Uh, Any time you give him an ear, it's just uh, I haven't worked with him before. This is the first time. He seemed like on? a good man. Oh, mostly on the academic uh the academics of the area of like uh, what we should expect to find in the tomb, the particular age of Egyptian history that this should be covering. Uh, he was you know, long-winded. Okay, did he? Uh, sneak off at any point in time? Uh, like, was he well, I don't, in contact with other people? I don't spy on the people that work with me. I, I could not say that for sure. Uh, uh, Kasim, uh, the man back there that you shot, uh, he was a local guide that, uh, Herr Klein brought to us. Um, okay. Where did and you some hire men- your escorts? Excuse me? Where, where did you hire your guides, your, uh, what? Oh, by reputation, of course. I, I this was a well thought out and planned expedition. Uh, months in the undertaking. I there were many people who uh, who had applied for the position. Herr Klein simply had the best resume. Hundegard, is it? I, I swear I know that name. I, I have written various papers. Studies. <laughs> please, please go on about your expedition. Well, there's not much more to say. Uh, we breached Diggly. the tomb. Uh, Near the time that you found us, uh, there was yes. that unfortunate incident, uh, with, uh, one of the, uh, travel guides and the little kid just <laughs> nods his head up and down. Yes. <laughs> okay. So like Klein was on the other side when the trap triggered. How'd that work out? 
uh, we noticed a rumbling in the ceiling and the boulder began to fall. Uh, Klein, uh, leaped and saved Kasim's life. Uh, it just left them on the other side of the fall. There were at least two guys shooting me. Yes. Plus Klein, plus another. Oh, some more of the, uh, he waves okay. that off. It's like some more of the bearers had gone on before us, of course. It's likely they had set the trap off, uh, with their bungling about. You can, you know, never trust these locals. <laughs> he looks at the kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, is it Nick? Wasn't Nick disguised as a local? Yes, I was is. before I got all wet. And <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I really didn't know great. that. I was, I had dried coffee or I basically <laughs> dyed my skin with coffee, which comes off, unfortunately, in water. So. Now I'm white. Mm -hmm. uh, they probably didn't look, play. They probably didn't pay too much attention to you beforehand, so you can get away with just saying that you're yeah. not the talkative type. Yeah, not much care. Uh, what? What is the uh, Mister Klein? Anything in particular y'all thought you were going to find of interest? Well, it's uh, it was an undocumented tomb, the tomb of uh, some uh, a builder by the name of Setna. It was apparently very, uh, very uh, unconventional that uh, such a tomb would be made for someone that was not royalty. No, it wasn't a pyramid. It was a tomb. Right. He was yeah. a pyramid builder. Yeah. Yes. I am asking a question, so he will be. He will. Yes. Be yes. Out. Yes. He was. Uh, well, that was one of the few things that he did. He was a uh, apparently a genius of an engineer for his time. Mm -hmm. uh, irrigation and aqueducts uh, were one of his uh, key uh, sciences that he brought to the forefront. Um, Klein, um, um, so no one convinced you that Klein was the right man to take on. He was the... Oh, as I said, his papers were impeccable. He'd done many expeditions. As a matter of fact, his last expedition, uh, was, uh, brought quite a bit of, uh, publicity, uh, to those that were on the expedition with him. Uh, and, uh, it's, I make no, uh, you know, I, I don't prevaricate. That's part of, uh, what I was hoping to do with this expedition is to bring some notoriety to my crew and my own, uh, learned. Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. That's fine. Uh, what about, uh, what was his last expedition? Oh, surely you remember. It was in all the papers. Uh, they found, uh, a tomb beneath the Sphinx. Right. That was, uh... You do remember vaguely seeing that as the headlines, you know, several, you know, good years, eight months back. Okay. cats can be heard now. Anything you found? Those Anything? are the cats that are lurking in the darkness waiting to eat your flesh. <laughs> oh, good. Well, <laughs> I'm looking to have a good cat sandwich. I would... You gonna club it down like a baby seal? Yep, pretty much. I mean, it's a cat. I'll club, I'll club them all down. You'll spear them with your sword, and then we'll have a nice little dinner. Um... I think what Elizabeth would turn vegetarian at this point. Oh, <laughs> uh, anything of note that he did? Anything spectacular? Anything that you remember about the man that was odd? Uh, uh, yeah, this is. I had no reason to mistrust this man. As I said, he had not shot or killed anyone before on an expedition that I'm aware of. Okay, I will start asking the lady if she remembers <sighs> anything odd about him. Um. You're let, asking the lady in confidence? Okay. Yes, but yeah. she was lethargic, so maybe yeah. some talking. Yep. Uh, um, you should let her rest. <laughs> we'll see. If, if you if you start talking to her, she is uh, obviously a little delirious. She's not. She uh, calls you uh, Johnny. Johnny? Oh, who was Johnny? Johnny. Uh, did you bring it, Johnny? It's Mom's birthday today. 
No. Um, this is boring Ms. Johnny stuff. Ms. <laughs> I go away. Can you please um stay with Miss Smith and um just keep an eye on her. Stay near her. Thank you. So, Gavin, have you translated those ruins that you saw? Hieroglyphs, whatever they're called. Um how well did Gavin do on his uh, alertness roll there? Five. Five. Uh, Gavin, there's some movement out in the desert, uh, beneath the light of the moon. There's, uh, several people on camelback coming in this direction. Quick, get our face man, front and center. Wait, we don't have one. Damn it. <laughs> We've I never Marlo's had a face man. I think Marlo was the closest. Uh, no. no <laughs> he used to stab it in the face, man. Yeah. That's related. Actually, Hunterguard is the closest. Your face. Yeah. I disappear in the night. Yeah, empathy is my strong point, not, not rapport. How's your Bedouin skills? <laughs> I can speak Arabic. That'll do. Okay. Yeah, it's about all I've um, got as well. Any, any, anyone got any working weapons still? Or actually, it doesn't matter if they're working to just have weapons somewhere nearby so that they can... Uh, Waddleford has a pistol. He, uh, he checks it. He, uh, he pulls it out of the holster and, uh, a stream of water comes out of the barrel. He, <laughs> he they does the... <laughs> he does the... <laughs> they don't need to see that it's non-functional, just that you bear a pistol. Anyone else with a weapon still, just have it somewhere where it's a little more obvious so that we don't look easy. I disappear into the night! You want to hide? Oh, very bright night. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, Gavin, you're aware that they more, more, more than likely have seen the smoke coming from the fire. Uh, so it's uh, doubtful yeah. that they uh, are going to be not expecting that someone is here. <clears throat> I do. I look like I'm running away into the night. No, I don't. <laughs> All right. So Mr. Marlowe just kind of steps back into a shadow and. <laughs> This is impressive because I don't think there were any. <laughs> I, I have my own shadow generator. It's all right. Oh, well, there are the palm trees. And the fact that... Now he stands in the shadow of Frederick's gut. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I, I, I just kind of like the image of him standing behind an object which is far too small, but yeah. just sort of strips actually... into the shadow world. There are stunts you can get which lay you do various sort of stealth maneuvers like in the middle of combat even even if there's nothing yeah, around. Yes, so you can just vanish yeah. in the middle of combat. Well, as I said, there are there are palm expensive tree, but it's definitely worth it. Yeah. There are palm trees and date trees around. I said this was on like a, a, yeah. a rock yeah, yeah, outcropping, yeah. so there are places you can hide if he wishes. Uh, at any rate, yes, it looks like there are six men coming up uh, on camelback. Uh, you can tell that they all have rifles, although none of them have them drawn and borne. Okay, uh, Bert, what's the proper etiquette for meeting travelers? Uh, do you know Bedouin or Arabic? I have area knowledge Middle East. Uh, give me a roll. Bedouin are kind of, uh, kind of specific. Oops. It's a scholarship roll and, uh, plus two because you have, uh, area knowledge, so a one? Uh, no, okay. that, yeah, plus the scholarship. And one, so that gives me a five. Oh, no, yeah, no problem at all. Um, well, uh, likely this is, uh, one of the, their traditional watering holes. As long as, uh, you respect, uh, their tradition, um, and respect them, you shouldn't have any problems. They don't, uh, they will typically share watering holes. It is something that's sacred, uh, that anyone who has need can use. As long as you aren't, uh, I'm hearing wind in the background. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, are, are we flying? As long as you're not, uh, depopulating all the fruit here or you're not fouling the waters, uh, it should be fine. Uh, although you do also know that they have, uh, 
have a deep respect uh, for the tombs of the dead around here, and you seem to remember that you have a mummy <laughs> laying amongst your midst. <laughs> I thought they talked yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, okay. If they're far enough away, somebody throw something over the mummy, please. <laughs> yeah, it's there, like I said, there were several tarp, uh, tarps and canvas around, so you can tuck it away. Yes, um, tuck the mummy away. Yes. Okay. Uh, they get right outside of the oasis, um, and then one of them calls out in uh, Arabic. Who speaks Arabic? Anyone? I do. I do. All right. Anyone who speaks Arabic, then. Uh, they're basically calling out a greeting uh, and asking permission uh, to enter the oasis. It is a, it's a very formalized, traditional greeting. Um, give the formalized response to welcome them to the oasis and to ask them if they would like to share a full meal. Okay. Uh, you speak Arabic, but uh, let's see how good you are with the customs. Uh, just give me a quick roll there for... Okay, that's a two plus whatever else. Okay, uh, no problem. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's pretty uh, formalized and something that you have read about. Uh, and they enter in. Uh, they basically start breaking up a camp across from you uh, so as to not interfere with your camp. And as uh, the guys, one of, one approaches you while the rest are uh, are setting up the camp. And uh, he's bringing uh, a cloth-covered package out to you and uh, is speaking as he's doing it. He's basically uh, giving you a, uh, giving you an offer of meat uh, as to, uh, as a simply a hello, uh, we're going to be setting up here for the night ourselves. <laughs> um, I offer him a share of our basic stew, which is nothing um, extravagant, but it is seeing us through this night. Okay. Uh, he's surprised that a white man speaks uh, his, his uh, Arabic so well, uh, an Englishman actually in particular. Uh, uh, no, a yeah. German. A German, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, actually, the uh, other one. Hmm, how can you, how can you me, not tell me myself and Joshua apart? Give me a second. Uh, oh, yeah, actually, um, when he does come closer uh, and does actually notice uh, something about you, he's actually uh, more kindly disposed to you, and uh, he attempts uh, to communicate with you in uh, some broken German. Uh, he's not very good at it, but uh, good enough to be uh, understood. Uh, he is essentially just uh, giving you a hello uh in a bit of broken German, but yeah, he he offers you uh, some basically they're the grilled pieces of meat on skewers. And gratefully accept and ask him, do you encounter many Germans in, the, in your travels? Uh, he he smiles. He, he he tries to talk to you somewhat in German, but it's hard to understand. And at some point, you figure that they he understands that you speak better Arabic than he speaks German. So <laughs> you go mm-hmm. back to that. And uh, yes, yes. Uh, apparently, there uh, there's a group of Germans who've been selling guns to many of the Bedouins. Um, he does take note of everyone that's in the tent at the time um, and asks uh, he asks if uh, if any of your women are for barter. Uh, no, they are all spoken for. You know, it seems to have just been a kindly, uh, he didn't seem like he had a lot of real interest in it, just a kindly noticing. I, 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 <laughs> I smile as I give him the response. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, he uh, he actually hands over uh, his rifle to you when he says that, uh, yeah, the, some Germans have been selling us guns. and you know, He hands over his rifle for you to look at. He seems very um, proud of it. <laughs> um, Mr. Marshall? Yes. <laughs> I can have a look uh, at uh, it. I, uh. Yes, you, you're more likely to recognize uh, workmanship than I am. Yes. Uh, while I'm looking over, um, may I also ask, have you seen any Zeppelins in the area? Ah, recently? yes, yes, yeah. He, he nods his head. Yes, yes. Uh, when, uh, uh, several, uh, several hours ago, uh, you know, it seems to be about six to eight hours ago, um, uh, that there was a Zeppelin that, uh, was moored outside the desert sands. Um, you guys there? 
Yes. Okay. Everything just yep. went quiet. Um, all right. Yeah. It's, uh, so yeah, about six to eight hours before you guys appeared, apparently there was a, a Zeppelin moored out in the desert. And actually his band, that's where they got these rifles. They were, they traded with some Germans that were there. Um, and, uh, they got, uh, they, they feel like they got good deals, uh, for their weapons. Uh, he does at this, uh, time, you know, notice Waddleford, who is kind of just, uh, sitting reading a book. And, uh, he kind of grimaces and says, uh, is the English dog your slave? Uh, a ally of circumstance. Don't turn your back on that one. They're kind. He shakes his head, spits on the ground. <laughs> we will force them from Egypt. He shakes his gun when he says that. <laughs> well, for this night, he is a necessary ally to our cause, but perhaps in the future, we'll have to be even more careful. <laughs> oh, and um, where did the Zipfin go? Oh, uh, some men uh, ran into the camp uh, shouting, uh, shouting something. I could not make it out clearly, something about being followed. Uh, they, they left shortly after. Hmm. Uh, in which direction did they? Uh, he points in the direction of uh, Cairo, the direction that your Zeppelin should be coming from. <laughs> but uh, I hey, also, go ahead. I pitifully asked to barter for some. If you have some basic medicines, we could do with one or two items. Uh, the, he has uh, what he calls medicine, uh, which he, uh, he'll go back and bring you a pouch. It's uh, the traditional cures. He doesn't have anything like antibiotics, etc., etc. At um, this point, anything yeah. basic we can give to Angel will probably help. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, you just barter a few things. Like, you can barter your lamps yeah. that don't have the, the batteries are expended. Like, he'll take that and barter. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, sweet. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you've, you've basically got a roll of traditional, uh, uh, medical. And he does take some time to tell you this is good for this, this is good for that. Uh, he notices mm -hmm. that one of your women are fevered. He, he shows you how to make uh, a tea from this and says this will help. Um, he seems to be quite friendly with the two of you. Uh, as his parting remark, though, he tells you with the Englishman, he says, ah, oh, well, if this one dies in the sun on your trip, don't eat the meat. They're horrible. <laughs> I'd imagine it would be very bitter. Uh, one last question, if I may further impose upon you. Uh, did the Zeppelin look have any particular distinguishing marks about it, or just it's a Zeppelin in the moonlight? Um... And well, he, I mean, he describes it, and unfortunately, it, it was fairly nondescript. It didn't have any flag flying. It didn't have any mark on the outside. <laughs> the suspect uh, is hatless. Repeat, hatless. The the only thing, <laughs> the only thing that comes out is that he remembered that uh, the the large rudder in the rear was painted red, and that was all. Thank you very much. Thank you kindly, and uh, bid him a pleasant night. And yep. And by the time he leaves, his his men have already set up their camp and. Uh, They've started a fire, and you could smell roasting meat going on. Uh, same type of meat he has left you on the skewers, just not as fresh. <laughs> well, we can re reheat uh, it as ever fire. It's lamb. It's nothing too exotic. I prepare something for suitable for Miss Smith. And sure. Uh, make me a first aid roll, plus two. You really want me to roll with my scholarship? Nah, it's, nah don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's enough though. You'll be able to. You'll be able to bring her fever down, and she'll go, be able to sleep. I guess we can dig in for the night. Okay. Although someone needs to radio. Yeah, I'll also radio the zeppelin and that they should passing the uh, zeppelin on their way to us. Given that they will have, can we work out roughly when the Bedouins are likely to have? Actually, actually if uh, they had left um, right 
uh, when the guy appears, that would put them at about 10 hours by the time you got here. They would have made it back to Cairo by then. Uh, oh, we have a contact. I don't suppose our, does our uh, Zeppelin have a radio which can still reach Cairo from where they are? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, get in contact with Bartholomew and ask Bartholomew to use his contact to get hold of the um, air traffic control for recently arriving Zeppelins and say that uh, give them some excuse along the lines of that we have package to exchange or something and we are worried that we may have missed their arrival. Well, you'll bounce the message. You say he'll give it a shot. Uh, he does not quite have the depth of contacts you might believe uh, him to have. Uh, <laughs> I ask him instead to, uh, uh, if, if we want to keep them hold, why don't we just bribe someone? It depends if they're still there, but yeah. See, the, the thing is, you're you're on and you are on a zeppelin going out to the desert. Bartholomew is in town with cash, so it's kind of hard to bribe somebody over a radio. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm asking like for Bartholomew to bribe someone. Yes. Oh, that's kind of what he expects to do when he says use your contacts. That usually means bribes in Egypt. <laughs> no, no, I just meant yes. I just meant as in keep bribed to keep the ship in port. Not just we don't him. want any. We don't want to stop the ship. We don't want to raise anything. We just want to track where it's going. We just oh, okay. you know, we don't want to raise their suspicions that we yes, got uh, out alive and they're onto them. Uh, our zeppelin should be faster than theirs. So mm-hmm. should be, possibly not, but we can have. Right. Um, okay, so we're going to just cut to uh, the next morning. The Bedouins break camp early, uh, and uh, the one you were talking to the night before uh, gives you uh, you know safe travels in the day. Reminds you not to eat the Englishman if he dies, and <laughs> they break camp. As an Englishman, leave. I back that decision. <laughs> we, we probably do taste terrible. It's all that boiled food. Yeah, uh, actually, lack I think of it's nutrients. Our, I, I think it's our uh, acidic nature. <laughs> Um, but, uh, so they, they are gone well before your Zeppelin arrives. Um, and with a little bit of talking over the radios and, uh, you still have a fire going. So, you know, you've got your mirrors that you use to reflect uh, light and you're, they're able to find you eventually. So you have your Zeppelin now above the Oasis. Um, there's lots of rock here that you can moor, uh, lines to. So you've got it good and steady. Um, uh, so the group is back together now. You may, you may converse. That depends. I think we've lost Ethan Thane. <laughs> he's in the engine room, playing cards with the monkeys. Probably he's lost his her. he's lost his house by now. I'm sure. Winning? <laughs> oh no, he's there. there. He he's there. I always hear. He just takes me a second to unmute myself. <laughs> All right. So the Zeppelin is uh, above you guys now. You've gotten it moored um, so that you can pass people above board, and everyone is together now. So you may you may plot your next moves. Uh, do we have all of our supplies that were at our base camp? Yes, yes. Everything's been packed up and put on board the Zeppelin. They broke down the camp uh, a day ago when they started trying to excavate the uh, collapsed tunnels. Welcome aboard the unnamed Zeppelin. I checked my computer. It's been logging all the um, what's name messages that have been going back and forth over the wires. So I'll check mm-hmm. through those to see if there's anything interesting. Uh, yeah, actually, in the last few days, there have been some news, uh, feeds that have been going through the wires that are quite interesting. Uh, apparently, uh, there were two very large, uh, well, one, uh, there was a British officer who caused an explosion, uh, apparently killing himself, uh, in it. He had fired a gun into uh, a bunch of fuel canisters in an airport, uh, 
a uh, major Frank Billingsworth. And the, the, a few days later, um, this actually just happened, uh, the morning before you guys, uh, went into the tomb. Um, the, apparently a, an airplane was forced to the ground. A C2 was forced to the ground as a, another British military, uh, personnel apparently flipped out on board and started shooting, killed the co-pilot, injured the pilot before the rest of the passengers were able to tackle him and subdue him. And uh, those are the two uh, two stories that have been going around on the uh, telegraph lines. Hmm. Are we taking the other party up into the Zeppelin or not? Well, you could always leave them here to die, I suppose. No, we, we're getting <laughs> everybody up into the Zeppelin and we'll fix them up with guest quarters, hopefully. Oh, hey, well, they put put them in the girls' room for now, and because I hardly got to use it anyway. Seems to be a theme with my characters. I never get to use my own rooms. <laughs> uh, put. Put Miss Smith in the room with me and uh, Miss Ellery. Okay. Uh, she's doing better. Her fever's broken, but she's mostly just sleeping now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Good enough. You guys are all aboard the Zeppelin then. You've got a, a few extra people on board uh, that need dropped off at the uh, nearest civilization. I think it's got to be full speed for Clara, hasn't it? Uh, it sounds like that to me. Well, given us all she's got, gotten. <laughs> And right. for that, he get uh, for that we use him as our latest weather measuring device. Basically, we strap <laughs> him to a line and throw him out, <laughs> dangling below. Is it stormy yet? It is gotten. Although I'm Good. giving her all she's got. <sighs> you actually make better time back uh, since they, you know, you know exactly where you're heading on the way back. Coming here, they had to be more careful, trying to make sure they didn't overshoot or undershoot you. So. So, okay, you make good time back uh, heading towards Cairo. Uh, in the meantime, if you guys have anything to discuss, your next plans. Uh, I don't know where you guys are going, but uh, I'm a little bit curious about the uh, British uh, officers and to see uh, what's causing that, because that may cause us complications. That that's a lead. Uh, anywhere back from Bartholomew yet? Uh, not yet. Not yet. He is still greasing palms and finding information. Other than that, I'm going to. Uh, unless we have any other things we want to do, in, other than waiting for the us to get a report on the German airship. Um, there was any <coughs> makers marking the rifle, and we'll start taking the gadget apart to find out what hell it does, and if there's any makers marks on there. Yes, let's let's get Beta involved. Uh, the object itself, uh, was, uh, looked like a one-off. Uh, it was made hastily. Uh, there are no maker marks on it. Um, you, the rifle that the Bedouin showed you, he didn't give you the rifle. Um, I will assume no. someone did notice the Mako's mark that he had on it, though. That's fairly yeah. common. Uh, it's, uh, the German military, uh, uses his rifle pretty, uh, as pretty standard firearm. And just to uh, help you plot, you will eventually uh, get a call back from your contact there, Hunterguard. And he says that he has men in all of the uh, uh, the airplane ports and the hangars that can accept a Zeppelin. So far, no one has reported a Zeppelin that has a red tail fin. Um, as you don't have the call numbers, you know, he can't be for sure. But no one has reported that a Zeppelin with a red fin has made a landing within the last 24 hours. Uh, anyone mention Dr. Klein? Uh, you never asked him to check on Klein. Oh, can I ask him now if he's heard any word of Dr. Klein? Oh, no, no, he knows who Klein is. Uh, oh, Herr Professor Klein. Uh, this is the first time he's hearing of any problem with Klein, by the way. Um, no, 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 uh, did, is he not with you? Did, don't you have Bottleford's people there? 
Yes, but we are missing Klein, um, assumed to be with another group who managed to avoid the destruction of the tomb. Oh, well, um, yeah, Professor Klein is well known. If he shows up anywhere, I'm sure we have people... Uh, uh, in... can, can we also have some people ready to take charge of a decaying mummy in very bad condition, had serious water damage? Oh, he kind of, in a quiet voice, he says, uh, now, Mr. Uh, Hundergard, we talked about tomb robbing before. Um, <laughs> this was a matter, this was a matter of preserving, <laughs> preserving relics which were about to be lost due to flooding. Okay, uh, well, I will discreetly, uh, send you a team. I mean, we can't, uh, we can't sully the name of the society with this sort of thing, of course. <laughs> this was preservation's sake, and I expect this thing. To you, you can almost hear the eye wink across the phone. Yes, preservation, I understand. <laughs> I will make duplicates of the prints of the inside of the tomb to, uh, <laughs> provide. Yes. You have a, you have a photographic studio on board, so yes, you can do that. Yes. And I'm hoping that, uh, Mr. I memorized it was also helping her or writing it down somewhere. Uh, you know nothing of what I'm planning on doing with it. Okay. And Miss Smith has some very good sketches. And yes, she does. I want to confer with her and maybe take a few photos or make a few copies of some of her sketches to fill in the blanks so, we, so that the, both of us can have a very good idea. If, uh, if you wish to do that without her consent, you can, but she basically doesn't wake up in the hours it will take you to get back to Cairo. Um, I mean, her book is right there, though. If you wish to do it, you can. Um, yeah, I'm just going to make a copy, just take a, a glance through and see if there's anything that um, I missed that can fill in some good blanks in my, any of my photos. Sure. Uh, do you have any kind of uh, art skill? Because remember, there's no mimeographs, there's no photocopying, so you'll have to do this by hand. Oh, uh, well, she's got no, a very good I'm camera. Not, that's exactly what I was about mm -hmm. to say. Yeah, sure. Take pictures of it. Yep. <clears throat> can, can I try to sway Wattleford towards joining the Nags group? Uh, <laughs> Waddleford is a card-carrying member of the, uh, antagonistic group to the Nag Society. Ah, <laughs> uh, then I shall, then that just makes it yeah. all the more imperative that I as, sway uh, him truly. As you remember from the, uh, or may not remember from the initial, uh, beginning of this, Waddleford is kind of well known for his tomb robbing. Um, <laughs> can we tell as most Nags English gentlemen what? <laughs> You just need to, like, drop his pants and tattoo Nags just rescued this rear end. <laughs> I do have a surgically precise laser. Oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, he is, uh, he is morally opposed to the agenda of the Nags Society, which uh, he believes in the preservation of archaeology as well, but for a profit. Uh, <laughs> well, then, hopefully we can have some future amicable relationships if ever our expeditions meet again. Oh, certainly. Yes, of <laughs> course. As a member of the Nags has saved his bacon. He'll, uh... <laughs> uh, so, are you, uh, Mr. Rackham, are you trying to put together a photo display for the Nags or for the Waterford group? Or something else? Or I'm trying to put together a photo display for my forthcoming book. <laughs> right. right. Homicidal people I have known and my adventures therein. Uh, yes, <laughs> adventures with Bishop. Hey, I'll ever cry with Hundergaard so and say, well, when we're ready, I've got some, I've got some good knowledge of what we saw underneath that I can recreate from behalf of the nags. Um, oh, no, no, what? no, the nags can what? have 
have some of my, th- you know, can have copies of. I said that the hunter guard, not any of you guys. <laughs> okay, I, I, I'm confused. Why are we not concerned about this one? Because we're carrying it as far out of car, we can't do anything about it. <laughs> we have no way of tracking it yet. Because so we, we already know the Germans got what they wanted and they're going to win. No, we oh. need to get some more leads oh. first. But we oh, have time and we're flying. I'll go play for a further. <laughs> Fetch Stop boy, don't, don't jump He's off the die. ship. Frederick's just uh, happy to have his doggy bed back and his doggy I, treats. Will you stop I, feeding fed Frederick? The dog is fat. Oh, oh. He's just what, big bone. No, he's <laughs> heavy fur. It's heavy fur. I can see the future of our group in which we have a an aside in which we have all the various animal companions being forced to go through a fitness camp. <laughs> <sighs> that sounds like a very ranged type of necessary. Uh, event. Yes, yes, but very necessary. Look, uh, Marlo, cut cut down a little on the, on the doggy treats and give Frederick a little more exercise. Woof, he says as his chin waddles. Aw, but he's so <laughs> cute. just got the damn dog. <laughs> All right, well, um, if you guys don't have any more planning uh, you want to do, we will just cut to where your Zeppelin moors back at the Oasis uh, Club. The only thing I can think of, and this will be uh, Beta can help with this, if there's some particular... Frequency or something that the device seems to operate on might be a frequency that these Germans use that we can track for that. Uh, you're, you're referring to, you're referring, referring to that tool, uh, that made the, the window. Uh, it is yeah. so badly, uh, burned out that you can't make out most of the components inside anymore. Is there any residual, um, radiation from the telegas rays? Um, is there a similar device? Someone can, who, let's see, um, yeah, someone, someone give me a role who knows what to look for, which would, uh, probably be, well, it could be any of you, actually. Uh, uh not I. Yeah, not you, not you or Joshua. Would you like, alchem- <laughs> we have alchemists, we have scientists, we have scholars, yeah. what do you want? Yeah. Uh, alchemy or, or craft, either one would, uh, would do it since you know what to look for. Fine, I'll give you the alchemy. Let's see, alchemy four. Wow. Three. Uh, yes, yes. In fact, uh, the box uh, does seem to radiate a small residual amount of telling gas rays. You can track telegas rays. We've done it before. I take out my universal gadget. And it's telling you that this box has a residual amount of telling gas rays. <laughs> That's... <laughs> telling gas. That's the one that uh, caused someone to go through multiple objects. Yes, it's also the one which has been linked to insanity. And the ghost ship. Oh, yeah. Which is still floating around in the bay outside of <laughs> Metabol. <laughs> no, it's not. They all die. Oh, but the ship is still out there somewhere. Actually, the ship is no longer on the water. They turned it into an airship. <laughs> uh, at, at any rate, yes, the, the object is no longer uh, creating or broadcasting the telling gas rays. But anything that uh, has come into contact with them usually always has this like low-level radiation about it, and so yeah, I mean you're you're able to yeah. note that it is. But there's nothing to follow back or trace. Uh, is what I'm getting at. The object created the rays, and it has a uh, residual amount. It does mean that we can positively identify uh, zeppelins or the people who have gone, well, anyone who has used the device or been in close proximity to it. Probably means that we need to hand this device over to. Yes, uh, um, Mr. Bishop, you'll have to hold on to it because we are now all affected 
telling us Ray's mildly radioactive. We will, uh, we will, we will just cut what? through that. You guys know that, uh, you can put yourself in a degaussing cage and get rid of that. So I, we will just say you do that. If you... <laughs> okay. uh, nice of you to, like, get... not warn a girl, okay? <laughs> We only just, it only just struck me that it's probably using telegas rays. Uh, and that, the effects of that include various horrible side effects. So, yes, yeah, yes. And, and we'll include the Wattleford expedition. <laughs> oh, what, you're not just gonna let them start to suffer insanity and eventually go mad and die? That's, uh, okay. uh, and start walking through walls. No. Yeah. Memo to self, change name of book from homicidal people I have known to just freaking dangerous <laughs> Hey! I, I would buy that book. I really would. All right, so um, you have docked back at the Oasis Club then. Uh, you've got your top penthouse uh, set of apartments um, since the Skyhook. Yeah, your Zeppelin actually attaches to the Skyhook on top of the uh, Oasis Club, so it doesn't have to land or moor anywhere. So it as long the... as the other red, as long as the other Zeppelin doesn't have the same ability, then we're fine. Yeah. Um, is is the emergency team there ready to take the army? Yes, 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 and they are. They are four uh, nondescript men wearing nondescript clothing with a nondescript body bag to put your. <laughs> <laughs> How do you have a nondescript body bag? Um, it yes, looks like a sports I... bag. Okay, I also hand them a folder um, with some photos and uh, some copies of my notes to go with it. Sure. They will hide For reference. That. <laughs> yes. Uh, actually, what they're dressed up like is like a, a medic team, so they've put the body in a bag and they're wheeling it out on a gurney as if someone in the hotel had perhaps died. <laughs> yeah, he's been dead for some time. Uh, I guess yes, no that's one a medical history. Uh, well, I, I guess he could have rented the room, and they only just decided to go and check why why the rent had stopped coming. He's been bed for a few thousand years, but yeah, so he owes a lot in rent. But uh, yeah, that that is the disguise they are using to move the mummy out to the hotel, as he is in a body bag on a gurney as they're moving him out to an ambulance. Nothing to see here. No, just a small case of food poisoning. <laughs> wow. Small <laughs> case of food poisoning. He's dead. That's not a small case of food. <laughs> yes. Note, Bert, that I gave them some of the photos, not everything. Sure, Gotta keep some sure. exclusives for myself. Yeah, they'll have to buy the book to get those photos. Bad case of food poisoning. He is completely covered in bandages. Uh, Bartholomew will meet you once you've uh, got everyone disembarked and you're probably needing a, a good shower to get all the tomb crap off of you um, <laughs> and the laser dried water from who knows what underground <laughs> yeah, but breeding ground of horror that it Let, came let's, from let's just call it unsavory yes Look, this baby eels all over. No. Um. <laughs> oh, why did we throw those in the stew while we're at it? <laughs> all right, so Bartholomew is there, and uh, yeah, he has been checking with all of his contacts in various uh, airports, uh, any other places that have sky hooks around Cairo, and no one has reported a Zeppelin with a red fin mooring within you know the last 24 hours. He still has people looking out for it. Something tells me they didn't come here if we beat them back. Just remember, timing-wise, that they could have actually gotten back to Cairo before you even yeah, left exactly. Cairo. So, but they said within twenty-four yes, hours. Yes, exactly. Within twenty-four, though, they would have. Uh, yeah. The other side of things is, of course, that their Zeppelin could have simply docked Sky City, floating in the head. But their trade with the Bedouins is what strikes me as odd. 
the yeah, with your conversation, with your conversation with the Bedouins, it didn't seem like it was a small amount of trade either. It it seems like they're arming yeah. the Bedouins. Um, yeah, they don't like the British. Yeah. <laughs> yep. As a matter of fact, um, there is a general uh, picking up newspapers or just hearing talk in the hallways. Uh, the Oasis Club is actually owned and operated by English uh, Englishmen. Um, it's actually one of the safe spots that the English military uses to house dignitaries and visiting officials. Um, the Oasis is on lockdown. Uh, if you leave, they ask that you be escorted uh, by either your own personal guard or by uh, military troops, um, as there seems to be a, a public outcry against the English right now. Um, they're being stoned in the streets. Uh, some, some have been shot in the streets. Uh, the... the Newspaper articles in the last few days of these British uh, commanders, military commanders, uh, going insane and shooting up places, destroying fuel depots, um, have really got the locals agitated. Any any of them still alive? Uh, the one who destroyed the fuel depot died in the fire. It was essentially a suicide. He walked right into it and started, you know, opened up fire. Uh, the one that was apprehended with the uh, downing of the, the airplane um, is in military custody currently. Yeah, we need to get in there and have our president uh, just have a look. Already working on that. Um, would that sort of insanity be consistent with the effect of telling us race? Only if they had been exposed to them for a long period of time. Uh, it's a subtle thing to tell you. Know, you know this from personal experimentation. It takes a while for the race to actually make someone go insane. <laughs> <laughs> Personal experimentation. Okay, we've exposed you for one week. How do you feel? We've exposed you for one month. How do you feel now? <laughs> I think you mean press more personal observation. Mm. I don't know. Marlowe may have done experimenting. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there is a whole um, operation within the checker which no one hears about simply because the results are too horrific. It's not one they put on the posters. So then. Um, well, Mr. Bishop, um, I believe you are the one with the best ties to the British at the moment, despite your trial. I was uh, found not guilty. I, I I know. That's why I'm saying that you're probably on best terms with them. Exactly. Which is why <laughs> uh, I've already made calls. I yeah. figured that this might be dealing with something while we're in the area, since there's always someone doing unspeakable things while we're in the area. Quick question to recap our position. We came here to do something with the tomb. Did we manage to do it successfully? Well, it was to recover something which had apparently been left to us in, the, in this legacy, but unfortunately it appears the, um, eight, the three R agents got there first. Yes, right. he did make away with some kind of uh, object. Um, you saw that, Gavin, when because you were the one in the room when he ran through. Uh, he had some object. He no, was I wasn't. I was there. No, I was there afterwards. It was Nick. I thought who saw it. Nope. Uh, Somebody was in the room myself. when he passed was, through. Um, I I shot the thug as the doctor ran away. Uh, yeah, somebody got him cornered way. in the back room. Who who got him cornered in the oh, back no, room? Oh no, that was me uh, at the end. Okay, then yeah, you're the one who saw him pass through with a package. Then it was some some sort of parcel that he had taken out of the tomb. Yeah, I would blot everyone about that. Okay, kind of forgotten why we're here. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to track down the guys who did that, but apparently not copacetic. 
I don't think we can. Do we have any leads? Uh, you weren't here on any other official business, if that's what you're uh, looking there for, Gavin. Uh, you were... That was just what was the reason the PCs came to Cairo again. I couldn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. To check out the legacy that Tesla. was left. Yeah, Tesla's yeah. legacy. Tesla's legacy, which is that, which that I don't well. know how we're going to get. I mean, another fine mission we failed. Yep. Huzzahs for us all around. I blame... Well, we risk. We saved some people. Nah. I blame uh, the guy who these... held his action. Yeah. It's all your fault, Nick. No, it wasn't. He had already passed it through by the time I had gotten there. You shot the thug rather than the important guy. Not my fault. Well, I could, uh, again, I could... Anyway. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, we need to get in contact with the person in British custody. And other than that, get cleaned up, say farewell to the Waffleford expedition. Yep. Um, after uh, the sleep on the way back, Angela's doing much better, and uh, she will take her leave of you with Jasper um, <clears throat> once uh, you have reached Cairo. Uh, actually, they're both going to check into the Oasis Club. They don't have anywhere else to stay, and they're not sure what to go do from here. Uh, Jasper wants to have the, the shaft reopened so that he can get back into uh, the tomb. Uh, as there was so much there of archaeological value, uh, so he's going to try and put together put together an expedition again. Uh, so him and Angela are going to stay in the Oasis Club for now. Uh, okay, uh, I want to make. Had someone search um, Klein's tent and personal effects? Oh, uh, it's too late for that. <laughs> yeah, that expedition's already been broken down. They've already uh, set out camp, and yeah, that's well um, too late. But who who took who took Klein's effects? Uh, at this point, no one knows, uh, because, uh, yeah, yeah, Jasper needs to get a hold of whoever's left of the expedition and find out. Jasper, quickly, yes. do this! <laughs> yes. Uh, let's, I'll work with Jasper while other people do more important stuff. Alright. Yeah, and I want to make an arrangement with Angela to just sit down to compare some of our notes together and, um, just get her permission to use some of her sketches, um, in an article. Ah, well, uh, did you get her sketches while she was unconscious or not? I got some of them. Okay. I want to uh, get her permission to get use others. Angela would be happy to let you. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Jasper is paying her wage, and technically anything that she has collected is owned by the Waddleford Expedition. Um, and Jasper uh, <laughs> basically declares that, uh, no, uh, that is part of his expedition, and you cannot use it for your own game, ma'am. <laughs> Even if I credit you? Oh, well, of course, if you credit me. Yes, of course. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, great. If you're willing to give uh, the Waddleford Expedition credit for uh, these pages, then yes, yeah, he will allow yes. it. Okay. And, okay, Marcus, uh, Bishop does get a courtesy call on a uh, one of the phones in the Oasis. Uh, your, one of the bellhops brings a phone to you. Um, one of your... Contacts that you called uh, has managed to get you an interview uh, with the British soldier that uh, had caused the C-2 plane uh, to land prematurely and for the co-pilot's death. Okay, that's good. When is the interview? It's whenever you wish to come down to the local station. Okay. Uh, I... uh, Wave over to Gavin and kind of like, you're... um, You have... You... You do understand medicine. Uh, you can help me try to run some tests to see if there's any any drugs or anything like that that may have been used on him, right? To a limited degree, yes. I'm not a full-on doctor. I'm more like a medic. Uh, but you know how to run some tests, and I know how to run some tests. So together we'll be able to run a battery of tests. 
Sure, why not? Uh, Good. Voice of GM speaking, yes, either one of you could do that, but you will have to find um, you will have to find a local lab. You don't carry that kind of stuff with you. I know. You uh, can certainly I'll, do it, but you will have to I'll, find a lab. I'll talk to Bartholomew and see if he can get me some reagents and whatever uh, Jameis needs. Uh, well, the Nag Society really doesn't deal with that sort of thing. Um, but he does know a local hospital that uh, has a wing that's been dedicated uh, you know, by the Nag Society as they paid for uh, the hospital to be built. He's sure he can pull some strings to allow you to use their laboratory. Thank you. Okay, let's go. <laughs> yes, in fact, in fact, Bartholomew is able to get someone to do that. <laughs> so, uh, who's coming? Yeah, that is the question. Uh, you get back fairly early in the morning. Everyone did manage to get sleep since it was, you know, several hours of transport time. Mm-hmm. So, who's going? Um, no I've one's going. To, uh, I've got to I'm do going. that stuff with Jasper, so I guess I'm not going. Uh, you will have that hammered out before you need to go. Uh, Jasper is able to make some telephone calls and finds out that his, uh, his expedition leader, the guy who basically is in charge of all the, uh, the diggers and students and stuff like that that are on the expedition, he gets a hold of him, finds out where all the expedition materials are packed. Uh, yeah, after the, the, after the tunnel collapsed, they basically spent two days trying to dig out uh, to get to Jasper, and uh, they weren't able to, so they struck the expedition. They went and informed the police what happened. They're all still in town. All the expedition materials are being held in a warehouse, uh, pending you know if they're going to reopen the expedition or not. Okay. Um, I'll politely request if we can go through Dr. Hines' specs with um, Jasper there, just so if we can find some trace as to why it is that he uh, attempted to murder us all. Uh, Jasper's more than willing to do that, uh, as he is interested as well. Um, he had a lot of respect for Professor Klein and would like to know uh, what the deal is, since none of you have mentioned the fact that Klein might be part of 3R or any of this other stuff. Uh, if you actually remember the end of last session, oh, we got a lot of background hits from somebody. Uh, oh, okay. Um, if you remember the, the ending of the last adventure also, uh, when Klein uh, goes through, well, when the, the guy that was shot down, uh, uh, he had uh, declared uh, something uh, that some of you were able to pick up on that uh, they were, uh, that, that kind of links them with 3R. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. So shall I go do that while others go and talk to the madman? Hey, if you all want to go together, it won't take long. I mean, the okay. warehouse Fair is enough. fairly close. Uh, okay, and then we can go, and we'll bring. We'll all yeah. make sure to bring the former, this former Let's British sure special take... forces. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah. is everyone going? That's the question. Are people staying? What's how is this working sure. out? Uh, I got nothing. So. I'm sure. Miss Rackham, you can yeah. be done with Angela and the notebooks by the time they're ready to go as well. So if you wish to go, you can. Plus, if we're uh, all together, that way we have yeah. the Germans to protect us from the stoning. Uh, yes. Okay. We're not English. We're Canadian. No. <laughs> uh, I'm not English. I'm Metapolian. <laughs> okay. Why not? You only live once. I'll go. All right. You're awkward. Napoleon yet? Because that's really awkward to say. Uh, <laughs> no. I, I, guys, I'm not English. I'm Meta. <laughs> no. They shoot you out of hand for that. All right. I'll um, shoot you out of hand for that. <laughs> stopping by the warehouse first, uh, everything was broken down in a very efficient manner, so it's it's very easy to find Klein's kit. Uh, he basically had a pavilion tent that was all his own. 
all his gear has been uh, collected. Uh, there are several journals that are there. Most of them are written in German. Um, and many of you can read German. So just to say that they were actually notes on the expedition. Uh, you know, what day the tomb was opened, what they expect to find. Uh, it seems that, uh, Klein is very much truly an archaeologist. Uh, and, uh, the books that are left behind, though, just relate to this expedition. There are a few notes, um, that are found at like a, at the beginning of one journal, uh, of his last expedition, uh, on the Sphinx, uh, talking somewhat about, uh, the type of tunnels they found, that sort of thing. It looks like he didn't quite finish the journal uh, during that expedition, so he just kind of picked up with this expedition in it. Uh, uh, so question you... on what they were expecting to find. Did he list anything that stands out? Uh, no, just that uh, you know that they found a slanting tunnel, roughly thirty-six degrees from the surface, under the under the left paw of the statue or the left paw. Of uh, the, I meant uh... in regards to this expedition. No, no, because Sorry. none of these journals were taken in with him. These are just uh... all the preliminary stuff. Uh, I don't suppose there's anything a cryptographer might notice. Uh, you can give me a roll. Uh, I'm looking to the people who do actually have cryptography, not myself. I'm looking to the obviously not a German spy. <laughs> obviously. And since he's obviously not a German spy, he's, he's not noticing your looks. <laughs> Doesn't Kevin I am going to be doing a quick scan for any interesting frequencies in the area. Mm -hmm. uh, you're in the middle of a large city, so there are lots of cities. Uh, actually, Bert. Uh, yeah. I want to check uh his equipment, uh Klein's equipment for telling grass rays. Uh okay, are you gonna use your universal gadget for that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so for, uh, okay, for the rest of this adventure then it is a tilling gas ray detector. Uh nothing. Not a thing. Entirely possible, the person who went down into the tombs that day was not actually Professor Klein. Uh I think what if it might have noticed that. Yeah. Um Actually, given the various things we've encountered, would he? We had a very convincing Joshua Dare for quite some time. <laughs> um, going over the rest of this stuff in here, you don't. The only thing that really stands out is that there is a a, a box of like miscellaneous electrical equipment, uh, parts, vacuum tubes, some copper wiring, that sort of thing that could be used for repairs or for uh, you know quickly putting something together. Yeah. I mainly wonder if he stashed a uh, important radio or something in someone else's tent to throw up suspicion. So I'm going to do a quick check through other stuff. Okay. Um, okay. How long do you want to spend? Um, if there are 14 other tents uh, or, or other basically crates uh, of people. Thing. These are the different people that were in the expedition. So there are 14 other crates. Uh, it takes about an hour to go through a crate. So how long do you want to take? Uh, not that long, obviously. We don't have that much kind of time. Uh, each of us go through a crate. <laughs> um, how tightly packed are the crates? Well, some are more loosely packed than others, just depending on how much stuff that person had. What I was thinking more was just sort of like crack the crate, have a quick sort of scrabble around inside, and then just see if there's anything that catches the eye. Sure. How many people are uh, doing this individually? Like, are you all kind of splitting up and taking a crate? Sure. Huh? That's better. And one of us has special goggles, which I'm not sure what extra, what's extra they have gained. So maybe that will speed things up a little. Oh, uh, but by, before I forget, Hunterguard, uh, Beta has finished your blades and you picked uh, them up. No, on. that is Thane again. Oh, that's Thane. Oops, sorry. <laughs> Thane, your blades are finished. <laughs> I said you were easy for that. <laughs> um, alright, so everybody give me investigation rolls. My dice have not been loving me today. I've gotten negative four, negative three. I don't think I've gotten a positive number yet. I've gotten just negatives or zeros. Uh, wow. Two. Zero, yeah. 
Oh, oh Jameis, you have as good of an investigation as I do. I figured you'd be better than me. Oh, good grief. The dice are hating us today. <laughs> what is the highest number anyone achieved there? Um, Marlo with five. Marlo with five. Marlo, <laughs> you, uh, you happen upon a radio, uh, receiver, transmitter, uh, looks kind of specialized. It's got some very high powered vacuum tubes on it. It's very small, you know, fits about in the palm of your hand. Uh, but by the size of the vacuum tubes, it looks like it can generate quite a bit of power. Uh, you find this stashed in uh, one of the smaller crates. Um, it's uh, The name on it is uh, Kasim Al-Tarif. Oh, that cockfighting douchebag. I'm glad he's dead. Wait. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I killed him. Anyways, what's up? Yeah, like I can keep track of who you've killed. Who? Oh, it was one of the native guys. Kareem. Okay. We should try to track him down to see if we really killed him. He might be back here in Cairo. He you might want to yoink the radio? Yeah, sure. You might want to check out what channel it's been. Okay. Oh. I'm, I'm not going to make you roll for this, uh, but Gavin, you notice that uh, yeah, it is a very powerful uh, transmitter receiver. It looks like it would have an incredible amount of range, but uh, the one key thing that's missing is a smaller vacuum tube, basically the crystal that sets the frequency. The thing only works, ah. it only receives and sends on one frequency, and the tube is essentially a key, uh, and it's missing. Hmm. Oh, if only we had dragged back the bodies with us. Regret! Well, I don't know, regret. Quick question. If we had our own crystal, could we use this as... Who's doing that? Go uh, stop it. Yeah, uh, basically, uh, the, you, you put in a, a tune tube uh, that basically outputs inputs one one frequency. Um, so it, it would work with any tube you put in it, but you there's no way for you to know what specific frequency they were using without their tube. No, but on the other hand, we do now have a nifty, wee, powerful radio. Yes! <laughs> And that was the important thing that we gave. <laughs> it was the radio. Yes, especially since the campaign is ending, uh, the season is ending soon. It may have uses before it's over. Who knows? It, it has a uh, a send and receive value of great. It's great. That's Ooh. great. Hey, I wonder if I whoever... can stall it into my Sonic to make it range better. <laughs> yeah, whoever has like contacts here, can we find out if Kareem? Oh, uh, one more thing. It's not battery powered, so you actually do have to plug it into, uh, power. Plug it in, plug yeah. it in. So can someone see if we can find out if he's, where he is? And, yeah. Uh, well, if the person who says he, he, Kasim is a person that was killed in the tomb. Uh, well, the person that was left for dead in the tomb and is probably dead now. <laughs> we confirmed that? Maybe well, we'll there's no way to confirm it unless you open up the tomb again to find out. Right. So he might have escaped the same way we had escaped or no. been already. No, no, because the last person through the gate brought the device with them. Right. Might have already. Oh, my head. Yeah, you left, you guys left him behind. He was injured, not quite dead, and no one brought unless him. Was, unless you're suggesting that he had his own personal device. Or someone might have gotten up beforehand. Meh. We can just assume they're all dead. That sounds great. Yeah, I can, um. Food for eels? Can, yes, if we can extract a bit more information where they hide their local help from, and then see if we can find any contacts. Uh, well, anyone who knew Kasim. Oh, well, as Jasper said, Klein brought Kasim, and everyone else he hired for the expedition were hired through going through applications. Okay. Okay, let's, shall we go on to the interview with the crazy, the Brit who went crazy? Seems like a logical thing to do. Uh, by the way, we are bringing a kit with needles, etc., in order to extract blood and other samples. 
Okay. <laughs> can, can we not take him with escort? You don't know yet. Um, you haven't spoken to anyone. He's under military custody right now. Yeah, which is why I doubt I'll be able to take him out of there. Well, we can see what we can do. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, by the way, uh, you have a armed military escort uh, leaving the Oasis. Um, so they they escort you to the warehouse first, where you go through. You spend about an hour going through uh, the crates, and when you find you did not go through all the crates, by the way, in that hour. Uh, Who's military men are these? <clears throat> is this British Army? Yes, it's British. And uh, they basically they, they'll take you to uh, their base, where uh, K- uh, Captain David Harrison, uh, the British officer who brought down the uh, the DC three, actually his DC three plane, um, is being held in custody um, pending trial and. Uh, well, <laughs> finding out what they want to do with him. Um, no one's come, uh, no one has come to actually debrief him more than just getting his statement, etc. Um, he seems to be, uh, from the reports of the people that are holding him, he seems to be in a normal condition now. When he, they first received him, he was raving. Um, but that, uh, that has gone away and he seems to be clear thinking now and he doesn't have any recollection of, uh, what happened on the plane. But, uh, you're brought in to see him. He is, <clears throat> he's got his own cell, uh, where he is, uh, manacled, um, and the cell is, uh, clear of, uh, anything that he might use to wound himself or others. Uh, you were told that, uh, <clears throat> you can interview him in the cell if you wish, or they do have a conference room for your use. Um, they do check everyone's identification uh, as well. I flash, I flash uh, my uh, badge. Yeah, we and having ditched the Wattleford expedition. Yes, they- yeah, they're not with you. Just all the PCs here and and their various companions. <laughs> George shows you his ID. He's very proud of it. It says, "I'm an ape." <laughs> <laughs> Satisfied ape by midwife. Yes, multi pass. <laughs> oh god, that's bad. Uh yes, show my ID and my press my press con- credentials. Ah, uh, yes, uh, yes, your press credentials. Uh which is fine. Uh they do tell you though that uh uh he is being held uh under uh, military protocol and uh if you are going to release a story of anything he says, it needs to be okayed by the government, the British government first. Of course. Uh, you're yeah, you have to sign a disposition stating that you acknowledge this. Yes, I do. Mhm. Uh, where do you wish to interview him? In his cell or in a conference room? Uh, they also, uh, they also demand that there, there will be a, a, uh, soldier present as well. Let's do the conference room. All right. Uh, uh Captain David Harrison. First, yeah, go ahead. First thing first. T-ray detector on him. Uh, you're gonna scan him with the T-ray? Um, yeah. yeah. It's a very slight amount, uh, uh, left on him. Like he was in very brief exposure to something that had T-rays. Okay, uh... Not that he was the focus of it. That that leaves right. behind a, a much stronger signature. He was just in the presence of something that may have been contaminated with it. Okay. His, uh, his dosage is actually low enough that he is not um, passing it on to anyone else either. Okay. Would it be... Would it indicate enough of an exposure to affect him? No, no. Okay. He basically came into contact with something that was exposed to it second or third hand itself. So, oh, okay. yeah, so it's very, very little on him at all. I make note of this to the other PCs. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you've got over this before, but can you give it? Tell us what happened one more time, or at least what you remember. I, I, I was coming back from leave. I, I, I had a great time. I was on a flight. I was looking out the window, humming, humming a tune. There was a jazz song being played on the radio. Uh, 
And the next thing I remember is uh, uh, being strip searched here and, and handcuffed. Uh, they've got him sitting in a chair, uh, handcuffed uh, to a ring in the table so that he can't sit up or move very much. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you notice anyone else on the plane specifically? Uh, were you sitting next? Who were you sitting next to? Oh, there were a bunch of passengers. Uh, nobody, you know, not so much that I had to share a, a seat with or anything. Uh, I was by myself, had a window seat. Do you know who was sitting behind you, in front of you? Oh, not that I took you? any notice of. Did anyone stand out on the plane? Jesus, nothing. Just passengers. Uh, I was the only military man aboard. Just got back from seeing my girl. I was on my way back to duty. Oh, uh, where exactly is your duty? Well, here on this base. Uh, I had uh, I had two weeks leave. Hmm. Uh, Did you and where... stop at a bar or anything? Oh yeah, way? yeah. The Oasis—they've got the best swing clubs around, or the swing, you know, the swing uh, players, whatever you want to call them, bands. Everybody goes there. Oh really? What'd you have to drink? Uh, gin and tonic. And he's got kind of like a sly smile on his face. It's like, oh, that was a great night. Meet any good-looking German girls, or all British? He's got a big smile on his face. It's, ah, I got a, I got a, I got a gal, that gal back in England, and he winks at you. <laughs> I smile knowingly. Uh, uh, do you mind if we, uh, we need to take your blood to see if there was anything in your system so that we can help potentially clear you? Oh, go ahead if it helps. Uh, I look to the more pro- <clears throat> trained professional who could probably do a better job than me at removing blood. Uh, before you take blood, the soldier's like, hey, hold on a minute. No one said anything about that. Uh, I, 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 I got to make sure this is all right. Uh, okay. Just, uh, I, I smile and just say, tell him it's Bishop. Tell him he's, uh, making, he's doing a bit of investigation for you guys. Uh, he picks up a phone in the room. He's like, yes, Staff Sergeant. Right. And he hangs up. He says, uh, yeah, you're cleared to draw blood. We'll make sure a copy of every of all the tests we do gets back here for you guys. Okay, right. it's like okay, we need you to remain calm, relax. Actually, I look at I look at Jameis and I go, maybe you should help him relax. Hey, what? <laughs> I mean, I look at I look at Gavin. Maybe you should help him relax. In a moment, maybe. Hmm? <laughs> um, sure. Who's drawing the blood? Doesn't really matter. Any any of you that's got any medical training can draw blood without a problem. I don't. So, <laughs> so just me then. Um, but as I draw blood, I'll be having a quick check over to see if there's any sign of um, injection points or anything like that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Check him. Other needle marks. Yeah. Uh, no. No other needle marks anywhere. Oh well, at least on his arms. <laughs> Unless you strip search him, he's. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, you take a few vials, sample blood. He's humming a tune as you're pulling out the blood. He doesn't uh, seem to like injections too much. Good thing this is an injection. <laughs> so, da, 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 da. Yeah. Are you done? Oh, man. Oh, oh I'll, I'll be <laughs> questioning him while sure. this happens. Uh, so what was the last thing you remembered? Uh, well, like I said, uh, being handcuffed in strip search here. No, before that. Before that? Uh, uh, I remember having a good time with my gal back in London. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then do you remember waking up the next morning? Um give me a uh let's see here. Give me uh give me a roll. You're being kinda kinda nice and open with him, I guess. Shit. <laughs> are you are you like doing the interrogation? Are you I, doing the... I realize I'm being nice and open and then I go, Wait, shit and slam his head <laughs> and, Tell me what you know. <laughs> 
Carlo, good cop, bad cop, all in one. Yeah, no, uh, yes, I am being nice and open. And, give me uh, a, give me an empathy roll or a rapport roll. Either one would do. Uh, empathy! <laughs> I think I have that. Good luck. Uh, four? Four, okay. Uh, well, he said he had a real good time with his gal in London. Uh, he kind of catch something there. Uh, maybe almost a guilty look. Okay. Um, so, uh, God, that would be awfully mean, but fuck it. Whatever. Uh, so, uh, was it your gal or was it the one that you're waiting on at home or another okay. one? Yeah, it's, it's my gal. We're, uh, we're engaged. We're going to be married when I get out of the service. Uh, he's, Seems to be looking a little uncomfortable. Look, son, you tell us what you know. I don't have to drag it out of you. <laughs> uh, All right. I'm not a pleasant um, person. Sam Roll. It's like hey, uh, I just I just had drinks with the other lady. Not, nothing, nothing else, you know. Okay. Uh, what other lady? Great. Uh, I was a great singer. Oh, she's beautiful. Uh, yeah, at the club before I left. Uh, Fuller description, uh, sir, please. Uh, she plays there all the time. Uh, at the Oasis? Yeah. She's one of their main acts. Uh, you know her name? Alex. Uh, Alexandra. We had drinks, you know. That's a city, son. That's right. That's, for you. <laughs> That's what she said her name was. Alexandra. Uh, could you give us a uh, d- description of her? I mean, yeah, she gives you a description. Basically, she's tall, very uh, dark hair. Um, keeps coming back to the fact that she's just you know ex- got an exceptional sultry voice. Is a great singer, very beautiful. Any accent? Uh, I don't know. She stinks English just as good as all of us. Yes. Is she Middle Eastern in aspect? Other than the black hair, no. She's a, you know, it's a milky white skin and, you know. Okay. Pale. Yep. All yep. right. Um, a couple of things come out when she's, t- he's talking about the, well, you're investigating him just to kind of push this along a little faster. He remembers very clearly his night with, uh, at the Oasis having drinks with this girl, really enjoying himself. He remembers getting on the plane and then he remembers having a good time with his gal back in, in England, he says, but he can't give you any specific about like what he did with the girl in England. He can't yeah. even really tell you where he stayed or good. what he did. He just knows that he had a good time with this gal in England. Huzzahs! I uh, Gavin, this is one of your subjects. Yes, I was waiting. To, I, that's why I said I was hoping Gavin oh. would help him relax. Sleep! Oh, thought. Oh, you're going. Then go ahead. No, no, I'll let you. I mean, you know, one of you, <laughs> professional, do it. Someone do it. I was, I, I mean, Kevin, you, I don't, I don't have any things in this skill set. <laughs> no, sir. Yeah. Whistling in the corner. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. It's pretty obvious that he has a big gap in his memory from the time that he boarded his plane to leave Cairo and the time that he got back. Please, someone. Okay, fine. If you're just relax. Back, listen to the sound of my Follow voice. the monkey's fist. <laughs> Look at the way the fur on the monkey moves and the pulls. <laughs> Follow with your eyes going back and forth and round and round and yada yada yada. Oh. Alright, uh, give me a roll. You're trying to hypnotize him. Goes off the seat. Strangely enough. Bam, five. Five, okay. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, he goes under pretty, uh, pretty readily and, uh, readily enough that you think this has been done to him before. Yeah. Uh, but that's that. Yeah. So, uh, what do you do? 
If you like, I'd, I'd, I'd get him to take us back to the time when he was about to get on the plane and then go forward from there to describe events as he remembers them. Sure. He gets on the plane. He remembers still being a little drunk. Uh, he got on the plane the night after uh, visiting the Oasis and talking with Alexandra. Uh, he had probably several too many drinks. Uh, he remembers getting on the plane drunk. Uh, he remembers uh, uh, feeling like he's about to pass out. Uh, then his memory is kind of spotty. He remembers waking up with a bag over his head and some people shouting in German around him. Uh, he remembers being injected, uh, with something in his mouth. Um, and, uh. I, uh, Bishop has chills of flashbacks. <laughs> Abduction! <laughs> Yeah, Bishop never that. has checked if he's ever gotten probed during one of his inductions. <laughs> um, They're not aliens, so don't worry. How do you know? No. Um, he, he remembers, uh, he remembers some of his flight coming back to Cairo, uh, in bits and pieces. He remembers looking out of the window, uh, in kind of a haze, and he remembers seeing the Sphinx as they flew, flew over it. And after that, he remembers, uh, being very panicked. And actually, he's getting panicky now as he's talking to you about it. Um, and he starts shouting now. He's trying to stand up, and he's being held down by his cuff. He's like, oh, my God, it's here, it's here. He starts yelling, and he's trying to pull his cuffs off the bench. His whole body is shaking. Uh, hold him down and then take him back mm-hmm. to a bit of memory. Wait. Take him back to actually to the time when he was with Alexandra. A better description of his time with here. All right. Okay. Uh, he calms down almost immediately, and he starts kind of bebopping along to some music in his head. I <laughs> uh, write a quick note, pass uh, the pass, and ask. Um, can you ask him if he remembers um, any of the German words that were said? Okay. Once he's quieted down a bit, I'll ask him. Take him forward again to where he gets abducted, and yeah. Unfortunately, this guy doesn't even know rudimentary German and has not perfect recall. So you know, you're not able to. <laughs> You're not able to Darn. make out what was said in his presence. <laughs> okay, what we're going to have to, what we're going to do, I'd say, which the others might have taken back and see if he was involved with an expedition involving the Sphinx. All right, uh, so I mean, you basically questioned him for a bit longer, and uh, he, he's a soldier. He hasn't spent any time. He's never seen the Sphinx before, other on, other than on the planes coming and going. You know, they pass over that. Uh, doesn't involved in archaeology at all. It's not even. It's not even something he's interested in. Okay, um, we'll have another go at remembering what it was on the plane, but now I'm going to describe them. You're watching yourself do this stuff. You're sitting over here in another seat watching you and that other. You're here, you're perfectly safe. You're watching your own reaction now. Describe what you see. Oh, that's neat. Uh, take a chip. Another perspective. Yeah. yeah, sure. Oh, take well. a chip for that. Um, yeah, so he's looking out the window. He seems to be very mellow. Uh, you know, he seems to be very relaxed and doing just fine. And then as the airplane crosses the Sphinx, uh, that seems to be a trigger for something. And he just starts acting like a maniac. He's, uh, he goes for his gun, starts screaming. Uh, you know, he's telling you this very calmly, you know, I, I'm screaming, yeah. oh my god, it's here, it's here. He goes through the hole, he starts shooting his way to the cockpit, He's uh, he kicks down the door, and he manages to shoot and kill the co-pilot before he's tackled. <coughs> See Marlow go, hmm, he's pretty good with a gun. Perhaps I should get him for the chicken. <laughs> Susceptible to brainwashing, that's a plus. <laughs> All right, yeah, so yeah, he relays it. Uh, and the thing that you get is that the, the sight of the Sphinx seems to be uh, a trigger. There seems to be, uh, it's a triggering event. Um, right. What the hell happened to him that the Sphinx triggers, though? Uh, 
So yeah, he was who? never he's never been in the Sphinx or seen the Sphinx in, in anything except yeah. Coast Guards or or on an airplane before. He's got no well, that he connection to it that he knows of. Yes, we're gonna have to investigate the Sphinx expedition, aren't we? All paths we... seem to lead back there a little bit. Also, since let's see, since he was trying to get into the cockpit, um, ask him why was he trying to get into the cockpit? Um, he says that I had to make sure the plane went down. Why? I don't know. I was told to. Oh, uh, is the German word for Sphinx anything different to the English no, word? No. Okay. Okay, I make a note to myself, find out the passenger list for the plane. I will make that a little easier for you. Um, I'm sorry, what, what were you saying in the background there? could barely make it out. Um, find out which plane he actually got onto, because otherwise uh, timeline is currently off. Uh, unless he is saying that after he had finished the drinks, he was immediately black bagged upon the plane early in the morning. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Is he got on the okay. plane that night, uh, on a plane that night, and sometime you know shortly after okay. takeoff, a he blacked plane. out. No, not the a same plane. No, different plane. No, he was on he, the plane coming back. Was the yeah. one that triggered the Sphinx? Event. Yes, yes. There, there isn't any like icons or symbols or anything particularly. Obvious. What was that icon that Tesla was reacting to? Because I mean, if it's what on a, was the, was the, there's something with an eye, wasn't it? Next no. Thing. Yeah. Uh, I'll show oh, it to you. Sorry, it's, no. Yeah. It's called the Shin. It's a. Do we want to see if he reacts to it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys can draw it out for him if you want to. It's a simple symbol. You all remember what it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. there's no reaction to it. Okay. Um, okay. okay I what I was going to say, I'll save you some time on the passenger list, uh, since Gavin thought to do it. He's sitting back and he also will tell you the reaction to all the other passengers that were on board. There were nine other passengers on board, um, various ages, uh, nationalities, etc. And they all freaked out when he got up and started firing. Like all of them kind of, you know, didn't know what was going on. And they kind of, as a group, they, they uh, took him down. I think we were asking more passenger list for not for someone who may have triggered him, but someone who may have been important that wanted to be killed. That was my intention, yes. Ah, okay. Well, yeah, he doesn't know who the people were, so that may... Oh, that's what... No, uh, no, no. My... my note was to find out from the military who yeah. all was on that yeah. plane. Sure. <laughs> my right suspicion here. is that it doesn't matter. It was just he happened to have this trigger event which happened to go off when he was on that particular plane journey. No matter what plane it was when he was coming back, if he saw the Sphinx, it would have activated it. Yeah, I think it was just... Regardless of what the plane was, I'm not, you know, it may have been targeted. Otherwise, try and get him up on a particular flight when someone else is on there is a bit yeah. fiddly. It'd be easier, yeah, right? it... There are easier ways to kill someone. Yes, well, yeah. <laughs> Looking around the PCs, there are easier ways to kill someone. Um, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah well, possibly, but we can't really ignore the fact. Well, it's, it's actually... I think it's just meant to cause chaos. That's why we've had the other two people. And, and discredit in the English regime to make it easier yeah. for our But what details can you remember of the, what details can you remember of your time when you had the black bag and the people in Germany were saying things? Uh, yeah, and, his, his memory is hazy because he keeps coming in and out of consciousness. And of course, he doesn't remember anything when he was unconscious. Yes, uh, but, um, odors. Ah, wind tunnels. <laughs> yeah, me. Wind tunnel occurs. Me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, odors. Uh, okay. Uh, he remembers smelling, uh, uh, damp, uh, and wetness and kind of like, uh, musty smells. So, like a basement? Perhaps. Some um, the voices that were speaking in German were kind of echoey. 
um, any other background sides, uh, background sounds. Uh, he remembers a fuel generator, like electrical generator, you know, runs on diesel. He knows the sound of that pretty well. Can you uh, hear Bert, them? I have a question. The direction they estimated the pl- the Zeppelin was going, would that be in the direction of the Sphinx? Yeah, I mean, it's back in the direction of Cairo and all that. Yeah, it's lots uh, of stuff are in that direction. Many yes. things are in that direction. But, um, but th- there is another thing we need to do. We need to get um, Beta to the the same point between the two pyramids that is the dis- equal distance to the towers in Metapol. See if there's any reaction there at some point. Because he's having mm-hmm. that vision in which he is standing and having that exact scene, see if we can trigger a bit more or see if there's anything else from having him at that scene. But uh, yeah. I uh, think when this... the guy, after he was abducted, what does he next remember after being abducted? Where did he come to next? He came to on the plane flying and said, remembered that he was feeling pretty good. And, uh, you know, he's relaxed and was just looking out the window. So he got on the plane, got abducted somewhere, then got back on, back on the plane again. Yeah, different different plane. Um, where did you get on the plane? Uh, he says, uh, London, where I uh, had a good time with my girl. Describe your uh, describe the scene where you get in, get onto the plane. He can't. He absolutely can't. Um, and uh, if you poke around that uh, more, I mean, it's pretty obvious that that was like a it was an implanted suggestion that he had a good time with his gal, and he got on a plane in London. Yes, and let's try and find out where he actually did get on. So he doesn't know. It's not there in his memory. Okay, so we need to get the flight roster and find when he actually did get uh, when he actually did board. So that will give us a rough area. We quickly look to the military, asking these questions. If uh, uh, ask... the military doesn't keep uh, airplane records, I like know. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was going to ask if they could go get that. I mean, they were investigating this, weren't they? Sure. Yeah, um, yeah, they can make a call to the airport and see if they can uh, find out their boarding records. So, um, let's see, wanna... he would need a passport to get in. Has, has anyone checked if um, if any Wait, documents that he required to have stamped on entrance yes. and exit were stamped? Because I'm thinking he was never in, he never left mm-hmm. Egypt. Nope, no one ever checked on it. But they will uh, see if they can't get a hold of his luggage from the uh, because his luggage was never collected. Okay. Uh, and his passport would have been on his person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't have any scars on his head, does he? Scars on his head? Uh, well, he's got a full head of hair. Uh, you want to look through his head or his scalp? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. No obvious trauma on his head. Uh, but uh, can actually taking you to anything, can you do a full scan of him to see if he's got anything left behind? Just pan through him, look for any metal objects or anything else. Can you Glasses, yeah. dude. I will. I will attempt that. Yeah, sure. Uh, he's got some shrapnel in him. Uh, apparently, he was wounded by uh, a, a bomb at some time in his career, and he's got bits of shrapnel still in his leg. All right. Anything else? Or is that no, it? that's pretty much it. He's got some dental feelings. Uh, um. What you said something about him being um uh, injected on his tongue or something like that? Yeah, yeah. He remembers uh, having an injection done in his mouth. Yeah. Was uh, did, did anyone check for that? Nope. Not yet. Uh, yeah, take a look. He's He's got a needle mark under his tongue. Hmm. Uh, well, when you run the blood work, you may find trace remains of whatever it was. Yeah, I, uh, Bert, mm-hmm. I'm guessing we still have some records of the stuff that was, or at least at one point or another, we had record of what the stuff was used on me or something like that. Uh, yeah, you would know. I mean, you would have made it. Yeah. To know. yeah sure. So I'll, I'll make sure to run for the stuff that was used on me multiple mm-hmm. different times. 
Right. Yeah. Sure enough. I mean, you'll you'll have to send it off to yeah, yeah, or yeah, go yeah. to a lab and do all this. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. do that later. But mm-hmm. just is there anything else you want to uh, ask him or question him about? He has definite gaps in his memory where he was unconscious and just can't tell you what happened. Um, as far as the place he was held in, like you said, he was uh, it was damp. Uh, it was some kind of chamber because people's voices were echoey. He heard a diesel generator in the background. Just um, want to ask um, him: Did were did his drinks taste normal to him? Uh, yeah. Well, you know, after the third or fourth one, it was hard to tell. Okay. Is there anything, uh, is there anything in the Sphinx that you might look out of? Uh, no, because no, the no. Sphinx itself is just a statue; it's not yeah. hollow. You, uh, the apparent tomb is at its core, and you mm-hmm. go down. Um, and but, you'd need a generator to have lights in there. Yes, but um, can he, do he hear anything like wind, any natural sounds? Uh, no, no. Okay, so it's fairly deep, because the winds in that area get very powerful. Um, can we put out any memories of his time with his girl? Uh, no, actually, there are none. Um, he, there was an implanted suggestion that he had a good time with his gal. He has oh, no memory of, he has no memory of being in, in London at all. <laughs> So he never made it to London. Um, is she is she a complete fictional creation? No, not at all. He is in fact engaged to a girl in London. <laughs> What's who your was name? Expect, who was expecting him? Who was expecting him during his two week uh, vacation? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, she doesn't have any bad opinions on um, him, especially when she uh, reads the newspaper about him going crazy on a plane. <laughs> she, I, is, I, uh, I, she is Miss Irrelevant Name here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't, that's what I, I, I figured. I suppose your goggles can show his stomach content, can they? No. What? It cannot separate organic from He's organic. He's been there for two weeks. His stomach content would show, uh, well, give us a picture. He's been back a couple of days now. He would have. Yeah, he would have already gotten through all that stuff. Frank, you'll be lucky if there's anything left in the system for blood test to find. Yeah. Two weeks, I'd have had to kept him dosed. Um, oh, get a sample of his hair. Uh, yeah, that's what I figured. Oh, yes, a few samples of hair, etc. And swab beneath the fingernails. Okay. And has anyone tried showing him a sketch or picture of the Sphinx? Uh, we didn't want to set off another episode. Could be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Could be revealing. That would just be sucky, and what would we tell him? Okay, you need to avoid all pictures of Sphinxes for the rest of your life. Well, it's kind of important that we know this or not, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. then we can inform the military. I look to the guard who's obviously listening to us. Uh, I look to the guard and say, uh, okay, we're going to do something. He may enter an episode. Another one? Yeah. <laughs> Are you doing this? We need to make sure that it is, that we need to make sure that, um, the trigger only happens once. Otherwise, they'll need to be informed of it. Right. They can do that. We we don't need to be here. (laughs) It might be be an interesting reaction that we want to observe. Yes. Yes. There's no need to torture this poor man. We don't know if it is or not. We know nothing about what will happen, if anything. It don't matter. I mean,. What matters is Alexandria back at the Oasis Club. Yes, we're going there next. And Mr. Uh, Morrow, I think you're being overruled on this. Right. I'm I'm taking some tests. I'm doing some tests while you do that. Yeah, y'all can do tests. Alexandria, important. 
Yes, Alexand- you Alexandria because you Alexandra. you're the one who's social for the Alexandria. It's Alexandra. Kidding. The yeah. name he kept exactly. saying was Alexandra, and at the Oasis and a singer. So, um, whoever's going to do the test with the Sphinx, um, I think some of us should at least head back to the Oasis to uh, see if Miss Alexandra is still there. Doubtful they may give a better description. So yes. Okay. I can uh, fail. <laughs> Time is important. All right, so I'm um, sorry. What are you guys doing? Are you going to show him the uh, the Sphinx? Yeah, I think so. We, yeah. uh, if nothing else, you know, I can start at least trying to work on the, the unblocking the metals, the tying it all up, and everything. So yeah, we need to know what the reaction is. To be honest, if it's still mm-hmm. a thing or not. Okay. Uh, yeah, easy. You know, somebody can bring you a a picture of the Sphinx. So there's plenty of stuff around. It's magazines and such, and yeah, it's no no effect at all to it. Huh. Well, there you yeah. go. So easy enough. We may still not be able to see the real one, but at least we know we can survive out. And oh, look, you enter the tourist trap area. Oh no, Sphinx is everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm right. gonna go. Move on. Go have a break. Yeah, yeah. I'll go Let's to... take a break, and yeah, uh, yeah you can yeah, you can have your you can run your blood test. Actually, they have an infirmary here that oh. you can do it in. Save you a trip. Okay, uh, hmm? alchemy. Uh. uh because I'm not really alchemical stuff. Yeah, not really, though. I mean, you're, it's going to actually have, you're going to have to have the knowing how to separate it from blood, etc. is more medical than alchemical. alchemical. Okay, then I make sure to bring yeah. Gavin along. Yep. All right, can, uh, I, uh, can I support him with my alchemy? Yeah. yeah right, yeah, right. Yeah. But we can do that later. We need to question someone. Let's you go You can go question party. while question. we run tests and we take a break. Well, <laughs> we need to go as a party. Nope. Split the party. Ah, all right, anyway, let's I take am- five. This podcast is provided by Kevin McLeod. More of his excellent music can be found at incompetech.com. We have several ways that you can comment on our show. You can send email to steamsteelmurder at gmail.com. You can join our public forums at bluemagic.com slash forums. That's bluemagic, B-L-U-M-A-G-I-K dot com. Leave us feedback on iTunes or visit obsidianportal.com and do a search for our title and find our campaign blog and more information about the show. Hi, this is Ross Payton, one of the hosts of Roleplaying Public Radio. And, and I'm Tom Church, the other guy. Yeah, we do a uh, regularly updated podcast on uh, RPGs. Uh, we do at least two episodes a month. We offer commentary, comedy, and actual play. And occasionally, and inane stuff no one cares about, too. Exactly. Our commentary, uh, each episode is focuses on a gaming topic, such as how to deal with large groups, or horrible gamers, or how to make old games new and exciting again. 
Our comedy offers such uh, stories as the Law and Order, a fantasy uh, D&D version of Law and Order, and our actual play does uh, games such as Call of Cthulhu, a, uh, the end of the world as we know it. So if you're interested in any of that, uh, give us a try. And if you're interested in any stuff, give that a try too. Yeah, role playing public radio, slandesign.com slash RPPR. <laughs>